Oh man, Trey, look up at the sky. It's a full moon on the Sabbath. This is scary. Break it down. I was working late on my half Torah when I heard a knock on my bedroom door. I opened it up. Oh, cool. Wall well, to too. Surprise. There was a werewolf standing there with glowing gold eyes. He says, Tomorrow, my son, you will be a man. Tonight's the time to join the wolfing clan. Tomorrow, you will stand at and the Amber. and pray tonight. Oh, yeah, it's a full song. It's like two and a half minutes. Werewolf for mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. Werewolf for mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. All right, that was that was great, Trey. Okay, it's over. That's a wrap. Oh. The next day, what happened? The tumor didn't teach. Oh, I man. got up in front of everyone to give <laughs> my Big little J. speech. Then my teeth turned into fangs. It's werewolf for mitzvah. Into claws, and I nearly dropped the Torah when my hands turned into paws. I growled and I roared, and my rabbi did as well. It was a fucking werewolf zoo at Temple Beth Emanuel. Hey man, where'd you learn all these Jewish words? My manager Harvey Lemmings. Werewolf for mitzvah. Spooky <laughs> What's up, Dan? Men becoming men. Men becoming wolves. How are you, buddy? Good. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. That was, of course, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah by Tracy Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the show, the hit, sh- the hit NBC show, 30 Rock. It is one of my favorite moments from that show ever. Mm-hmm. Is when they cut to his music video for Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. And I realized how genius the line is. <laughs> Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, you can subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. Just subscribe to This Might Sound Stupid. You can also follow us on Twitch, where we do a live stream every Thursday. Twitch.tv slash This Might Sound Stupid. It is arguably the most fun way to listen to the podcast because you can be a part of the podcast in the chat. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at TMSS underscore podcast. And if you want to email us a random topic, which we are in need of, however, we, since we put out that tweet, we have gotten like seven random topics. So thanks everybody for all those random topics. But if you want to, if you want to send us a random topic, you can do so by emailing us. This might sound stupid at gmail.com. Yeah, we got one from Chris Hemsworth talking about the Avengers movies, but we told we we emailed we, like sorry, but we can't. We've talk done about it this. too much, Chris. I also have a big massive zit on my face, which I'm self conscious about, but not enough to do. I don't know. I don't. How do you even? You you don't do anything about it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think you can cover up a zit. Uh, and I, my wife doesn't wear makeup. I don't think she has anything to cover up a zit. I don't know. But but but, <laughs> you calm down. <laughs> Um, we have two sponsors on this podcast. Hopefully, eventually, Igloo Coolers will sponsor us. Uh, oh, Wall Beast does concealer. I don't think she has concealer. It's only a matter of time. I think she has this stuff. Which one is this one? Mascara. Mascara. I always say eyeliner, but it's not eyeliner. Yeah, the one you put on your eyelashes. Uh, but I don't think she has concealer. Yeah, we have two two sponsors for our podcast. Uh, oh, she does have a tinted moisturizer. Just deal with it. That's what I'm doing. But I'm pointing it out because I'm self-conscious about it. Both are about 10 years old. Um, our 
first sponsor is our oldest sponsor, Joy the Good Boy, who has managed to get halfway off camera. His cute head's off camera. We'll check in on Joey. I'm going to turn the camera. I don't think Joey likes being on camera. Scrape it off with a heated razor blade. Jeez. Uh, our, our other sponsor is Mike Long's. Mike Long's? Mike Long, who's a great designer uh, from Minnesota. He designed all our graphics, our Joey the Good Boy logo, and a meat beer logo that we need to actually do something with. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't, I'm going to feel worse and worse every time I talk about it. How was your birthday, Dan? No, wait. What are you drinking, Dan? <laughs> Let's do that first. But oh. you just want me to talk about Abbott? Yeah, it's uh, Refuse. That's a cool can. Uh, from a droid theory. A droid? A droid is one word. The fuck does that mean? I don't know. Uh, some sort of IPA. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, good crack. Good crack. Ooh. You were having a good pour, and then Discord cut it off somehow. No, no, I I cut it off because it was it was like one of those pours that sounds great. Oh, but it looked it was going to be terrible. It was a Dunkin' Shrimp. Yeah, it doesn't actually serve a purpose. So we're gonna let that head. I gotta text Kim back. Let that head cool off. Calm down. All right, I gotta grab my beer out of my cooler. Huh? My Playmate cooler. It's by Igloo. Uh huh. Keeps my beers cold. Uh-huh. I've finally gotten into these and I'm very happy. My Paul and her Heffa. What was I had a Heffa the other week. Oh, from uh, Who Makes Fire Brick? Shells. Shells. And that one was way too sweet to me. And I was like, man, maybe I just don't like Heffas anymore. Because I, I bought a 12 pack of those, so I drank a few more of them. I was like, these are fine. They're just not that good. These are so much less sweet, and they're so much better. I, this is my favorite half. Yep. That was a good crack. That yep. was, was like a commercial audio quality crack. Uh, Wallaby, have you bought any pirate shirts yet? I don't know if they... Those are probably not sold anymore in Australia. Nah, you can still get pirate shirts. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. It's fine. Giant baby. Just pirate cheese. <laughs> Dan? Hold on. Oh, Jesus. We're never going to get this podcast started. Uh, come back to that in like two minutes. Two minutes? I'm trying to get drunk. How was your birthday? Uh, it was fine. What'd you know, did, didn't, do, didn't do a whole lot. <laughs> what did you do? Uh... I got had had brunch with uh, my sister and Jared and my dad since it's also Jared's birthday. That's it. That's right. Wall beef. Recognizing Dan's gone five and zero the last five years. <laughs> Undefeated in birthdays. Dan, I thought you were gonna make a joke quicker, and you just stared at me. <laughs> you were just 
that's that's the joke. Sorry. It's my phys- my it's my physical comedy. That was it, funny to me. It's on par with nothing. Like, nothing. Else. I know. I'll tee Dan up for a funny joke. Uh-huh. Played some Call of Duty with uh, Schwat and Jr. Nice. Did you get one, yourself one, anything? Got three chicken dinners. Ooh, uh, three. I uh, I bought a sweatshirt. Is it the one you're wearing? Is it a Root sweatshirt? No, it's Adidas. Oh, oh, you don't wear Roots anymore. I never see you in Roots. Well, I never see you anymore because of fucking COVID, but. Oh, yeah. If you were here in my house, it's fruits all the time. Is it? You got your root sweatpants on? Oh, yeah. That's why I wear a second I get in the house. I would, I'd rock a pair of root sweatpants. I bet they're really comfortable. Roots, roots earmuffs, root gloves. I turn off my heat. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, I'm just layering. Wearing earmuffs all the time? Yeah. So you did you go out to get brunch or did you just go over to their place to get brunch? To have brunch? Oh, I, I went out. Where'd you guys to, go? Uh, Lake Elmo Inn. Okay. I, I, I never, I never been there before. I haven't either. Was it good? Yeah. Um, they, gave, they gave us free champagne. Nice. Have they been able to find work since moving back home? Because they're they were both from the service industry, so. No, uh, not yet. Like I think, like there's, it'll probably be easier in a few months. But but, you know, like like a bunch of like the breweries are probably still you know not hiring for like this the server part of it but there's probably more room for like a jared at some of them still yeah well they're like all, they're, all, they're all still brewing at capacity and stuff like we <laughs> like we were just uh texting about last night uh dark horse which is a like bar restaurant by arguably our favorite brewery barrel theory uh they are i like their post they they just they were like we're hibernating for the winter they're not close. They're closing for the winter. They're coming back in the spring, but it, it's like their way of trying to survive is they're just going to sh- shut down operations and come back in the spring. Yeah, my, my dad texted me. He's like, "Barrel three closes down for the winter." I'm like, "What?" No, they so, like, so, so I started going like it. Like I went to like Twitter and like all like all their. I'm like, see anything? So I texted Mike. I'm like, I don't see anything. So like I, I'm like, where'd you hear that? He's like, oh, it's on like WCCL. So like I went to their website. And it was. They were interviewing the guy in Dark Horse, but there's a giant barrel theory sign in Dark Horse. Got it. So my dad, so I, so I don't like my dad paying that much attention. He's like, "Oh, barrel theory's closing down." I <laughs> I wonder how many people made that mistake. Is it just a giant BT logo in the? Is your beer ready yet, bro? Stan, happy Brooks. birthday, buddy. Yours is kind of orange. Mine's a little more light orange. Big J. I almost choked on that one. Yeah. That's a good half. It's not bad. Not bad? It's like a... I like that can. Instinct. What was... There was a game for the original Xbox. I want to say it was called Red Dawn, but I know it wasn't. But the guy on the cover of that made me think of that video game. Good. You deserve it. Ha! <laughs> beef. Clickbait dad spreading rumors. I like the term clickbait dad. I don't know. It's like this is supposed to be G.I. Joe. Oh, it is? I There was a yeah. game for the original Xbox, and I remember being blown away by it because it was like the environment was destructible, but it wasn't. You could like. Oh, just, Red Faction. Red Faction, yeah, and you could burrow into the walls. Yeah. That It made me think of that. I remember that game because I was like, holy shit, dude. 
it's what I've always thought would be so cool. The no, not black. Okay, black's also black's also like a, for sure. Okay, yeah, it was, and I just remember burrowing into walls and thinking it was amazing. And I was yeah, because like, you were like on the you were on Mars. Yes, I think. and I was uh, like, we're in the future. <laughs> this this kind of goes to what we were like we were talking about like a few. I don't know if it was last week or something about how oh it was the Dragula beer. That whatever brewery that was. Oh yeah. Were we talking about so that on like, a podcast? No. It was uh I think was we were that just talking Discord? Like a, okay. Um, yeah, amongst uh friends, but it's like I don't think they care because by the time someone would see it and send them some sort of cease and desist, they're not brewing that beer anymore. Right. <clears throat> so Did it's it... like it's like nothing's gonna happen. So it's like, oh hey, we'll call whatever the Whatever, whatever we want. want. Did I remember wrong? Did they try to call one of the Barrel Theory beers by like a Star Wars name and they got a cease and desist or they thought about doing it and then they were afraid to do it? I think There's some story very, like that. I think it was along those lines. Like I think it was going to be very obvious, but they just they just chose not to. But I, I, could, not, I, I could be wrong, but I think I, like Javin will know. If Javin will know. It might have been a, bit, a different brewery that did it and got a cease and desist. But, and I want to say it was something related to Star Wars. Uh, like the the one in like the season assist in Minnesota that made headlines. Oh, was, this is probably what I'm thinking of. Was the was the modest one for um, uh, Dilly Dilly? The fuck is yeah, Dilly like, Dilly? It's it's this weird Bud Light saying. It was it was huge in commercials. Some these knights are saying like Dilly Dilly to each other, and I think they I think they made a beer called Dilly Dilly or something like that. But then uh, Bud Light ended up just like giving them like a they bought like a bunch of tickets for charity because it was it was during we had the Super Bowl that year. So they just teamed up with them to like uh raffle off some Super Bowl tickets for charity instead of actually doing anything about it. Because hmm. there was really no like because it again it's like what what It's a limited run. And, and what's Bud like gonna do? Like get mad at a small brewery that like they'll they'll just hurt their image. Like it's 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 the only it's the only smart thing they can do is be like, hey you know, don't make it again. Let's team up and do something fun. Right. That like, seems like the smart thing to do. Like, yeah. All right, you got us this time, but don't do don't do that anymore, though, because <laughs> we yeah. noticed beer company rig- ripping off the biggest beer company in the world isn't a wise move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so like beer people will let other beer people know, even if it's Bud Light people in. It'll get around to them. Modest people. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm glad you had a good birthday. Did you get to see your dad? Was he at brunch? Right? You said my yeah, sister and Jared. Yeah, I said my dad. Well, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, because you don't listen to me. <laughs> We've been doing this for how long? And you've you've taken in what? Fifteen percent of everything I've said? That's 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 being generous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Rolo says, didn't they also send an old timey medieval person to deliver the information with a scroll? Yeah, like a like a like a like a like a blue knight showed up. Cause that was that was the whole like ad campaign for for Bud Light. It was like this, like a blue like this blue night like beat up on dudes that drank like frilly beer. Like a like a night of the round table night. Yeah, like just like an old like a, like a, a medieval night. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Updating the router firmware by the way didn't do shit because our our stupid thing I just noticed is still going all over the place. So let us let us know if our stream tanks. It's uh, probably China. They're, ha- they're, they're hacking the elections. China. 
Wild Beef says, let's hope for 6-0 next year. <laughs> I'm in. I'm, I'm, try, I'm going to try my best. I am too. Um, the video stopped for you. God damn. Maybe, maybe, maybe refresh. Like, like it's, it's still moving for me, Rolo. Well, sorry, guys. My fir- my, you can all uh, rest easy that my, my router has the most current firmware now. Oh, nice. So at least that's good. Um, Jevin says, that was the one, Rob. They had fun with it, but we're, <laughs> but we're very much... Hey, stop it. Stop it. Uh, Amber says, is it possible that I use up all the internet during the day? No, but if we start getting overcharged, uh, we're going to make com or we're going to make Cornerstone pay for our internet. <laughs> yeah. Amber uploads her teaching videos, uh, from home, which. Oh, okay. So, so some of those can be. To hit a terabyte though. No. Yeah. It's, she'd have to be uploading a lot. I mean, she makes yeah. like, Amber, how long are your videos? Would you say? We're just gonna sit silently and wait. Thirty minutes an hour. Like it's like, when I was working with a teacher, because she was having trouble uploading one because it was too big. Yeah, five ten minutes. Okay. Uh, like, but hers were like forty five minute ones, oh, and Jesus. they were well with, with Screencastify, whatever that that yeah. app is that they use. It was only about one hundred and ten megabytes, so it, that's still not even a ton. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything else to talk about that happened last week. Adam, don't look. We have eleven people. Eleven? I can't, I took away that number. Do you remember? Oh, Kimmy, what's up? Say something funny, Adam. Five and zero. Ten years. Five and zero. Dan's five and zero. Last five years. Um, what's up, Kimmy? I was. I don't know if I. You got our email. We sent you an email last week. We used one of your random topics, but you were in. You weren't in the stream, so we. Uh, I sent you an email. Um. So let's see. The other, the only other thing I want to talk about was you're blowing it. <laughs> Khabib Nurmagomedov uh, won in his fight, and he retired. And I thought that was pretty Greatest. cool. Was outside of like prime Anderson Silva, like he's probably the best fighter that's ever fought inside the octagon. I, as much as it pains me to say it, I still think John Jones is probably the the goat. I, I, I take away some of his points because of the because of getting the like popped a couple times. Yeah. I mean there's arguments to be made on both sides of that. I don't disagree with you. I think Khabib definitely deserved the pound for pound mm-hmm. uh ranking that he got, which John Jones is being very butthurt about. Um <clears throat> He does it to himself. Like that's the worst he part. Does. He, does, he doesn't understand that he does it to himself. He's impossible to like, which I guess he doesn't yeah. care. No. Um and why would he? He could. I mean, we he, we could both fight him, and he'd beat the fuck out of us. But yeah, Khabib earned his spot at number one pound for pound fighter for the time. I don't. I don't. Uh, I. I think GSP still has. Or uh, well, GSP, Anderson Silva, and John Jones still have arguments over him for being the goat. When I was talking to uh, Jr. about it, he's like. He he was fighting with an urgency, like he's like he didn't want to be there anymore. No, he wanted. So he so he, so he just literally he just wrecked Gaethje. Like Gaethje didn't stand a chance. Like he just he just wrecked him. <laughs> it was in. I mean, Dan Hardy did a a really great breakdown about uh, about the fight. It's about a half hour long, but it's really good. And then Luke Thomas, long as the fight, huh? Twice as long as the fight. Correct. Luke Thomas and Brian uh, Campbell also talked about it at length. Um. 
and just how and sort of Jack Slack. That was probably the one that impressed me more than any of them because very few people know who the fuck Jack Slack is. Mm-hmm. But he, I take his his words with way more weight than any of those other guys I just mentioned. And Jack Slack was like, it's one of the most impressive things I've ever seen inside of combat sports. And then after you found out that Khabib had had like the mumps two weeks before the fight and he was fighting with a broken foot and you can see him wince at the pain of his broken foot at one point, but he still just like he made and like you, if you try to take anything away from Justin Gaethje, it takes an, it takes away from that performance. Justin Gaethje is one of the best fighters at division. that weight class in the world right now, mm-hmm. and he Khabib just smoked him. It was so cool that I had to talk about it. We don't talk about MMA that much on this podcast anymore, but that one I had no, to talk I, about. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say one more thing where it's like the commentary during the fight, like when he took him on the first time and the second time, they Khabib was moving too fast on the ground for them to understand that like all of a sudden he was just in mount because they, they 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 tried to they like like he tried to say oh he's gonna try and do this but at that point like within like three seconds he was already mounting I'm like oh well now he's just gonna try and submit it like, well, he, just, whatever he goes from like triangle to armbar to mounted triangle and then just back to regular triangle in a matter of 22 seconds less than that yeah. because 22 seconds includes the time it took him to take do the takedown yeah. So in like 15 seconds, he goes from, I think it was triangle, armbar, and then back to mounted triangle, and then yeah, finishes it kind of standard triangle form. Because like you love to watch a war sometimes, but there's also the ones where it's like when when someone is just like, it's like he does it that like it, it looks that good while he does it. It's like it's it's just so much fun to see. Well, and his his. Uh... What's Brian Campbell was using a word I really liked. I want it's unquantifiables, but that's not what it is. Like the things that you can't, you know, the metrics you can't measure, like takedown defense, takedown percentage. Mm-hmm. He's twenty nine and zero, which you got a long way to go if you want to get there, Dan. You're only five and zero. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it. Um, but his, I want to say untangibles, but that's not right either. Like intangible? the intangibles, maybe the thing you can't measure, like the strength of yeah. that dude's mind is something to be in awe of. Mm-hmm. Just it's other. And like how determined he was. I mean, he took some shots from Gaethje too. And he's like, I don't care. Yeah. This he had over. by the end of the you, first you, round. You don't know it's over, but this fight's over. It's going to walk into you <laughs> by the end of the first round. He had, he had Gaethje like huffing and puffing. He couldn't I've, breathe anymore. No, I've gone back and it, watched it. Was it was at sea level, so it wasn't like a it wasn't like a, nope. a conditioning thing. He was huffing and puffing, and I love. Ga- I mean, Gaethje didn't try to take any excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, but I st- the two the two most insane things I've ever seen Khabib do besides that was the one where he was fighting Michael Johnson and was just holding Michael Johnson and saying like, "You have to give up." Just give up. I need the title shot. Just give up. And Michael Johnson wouldn't. He'd just fucking slug him a few times. And then he'd be like, give up. And you can hear him talking. He's like, just give up. You're not going to win. I have to fight for title. Give up. Doesn't. Pounds on him. He did that for three rounds. It was insane. And then there's a shot. I think it's the second round of his fight with Edson Barboza. There's a shot of Edson Barboza being pushed up against the cage with Khabib head pressuring into him. 
and Barbosa just takes this big heavy breath and looks up the clock and you can just yeah. see on his face he's like what the fuck is this he's just so dejected he's just like whatever he does oh, not know what to do no so but that was pretty cool to see yeah uh, my boy Bobby Knuckles got a win I was super excited about that mm-hmm. Robert Whitaker is one of my favorite fighters ever Mm-hmm. And if we're going to keep talking fighting, there's a pretty big boxing match on Saturday that I'm interested in. Gervonta Davis versus Leo Santa Cruz. It seems like it's probably Gervonta Davis' first real, real legit test in Leo Santa Cruz. Because Leo Santa Cruz is no slouch. Uh, that'll be fun. Gervonta Davis, Gervonta Davis is uh, like Floyd Mayweather prodigy. Weight wait class? 135, I want to say, is okay. what they're fighting at. or one. I think it's 135. Um, but yeah, Gervonta Davis. Are they both Hispanic? No, Gervonta Davis is black, and Leo Santa Cruz is, is Hispanic. Um, and it's it's fun because Gervonta Davis his nickname is Tank, and he is, I mean, for that weight class, he's got. I should look up the actual weight class. He's got like heavy, heavy hands, whereas sure. Leo Santa Cruz, uh, is like a. He's he's kind of more typical of that weight class where he's like a volume fighter. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah just speed and volume. Uh, okay, it's 130. No, that's just his weight. What? I don't know. I want to say it's 135. It's around there. It's 130, 135. Sure. There's too many weights in boxing and there's too many belts. I can't keep track of it. Correct. <clears throat> but that should be, it's a it's an interesting fight. Uh, it should be a good fight either way because both those dudes are game to throw down. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's kind of interesting to see, like, because a lot what a lot of people think is like if Leo Santa Cruz can get Tank into like the fifth and sixth rounds, we'll see what his gas tank looks like because that's where he struggled in the past. Which yeah. is also there's also <laughs> that for years. There's also subtext there of you know Floyd Mayweather had an incredible gas tank. Mm-hmm. And would usually really push the pace in the in the last six rounds. So for his prodigy to not have that gap, it's just there's like fun subtext, uh, like the drama of the sport that I like. Yeah. But yeah, I got nothing else to talk about, so we can end the podcast. Sweet sumo in two weeks. See you then. Sumo in two weeks. Uh, is election day next week? Right? What day is it? Yeah, it's next week. Yeah. It's next Tuesday? It, it, is there school on that day? I have no idea. No, there isn't. Do I get out of 3,000 because of it? No, you don't. Damn it. There's still, there's still like, it's still, a, it's, I think it's a workshop day. But they they switched that uh, three ago. The Not the, the one that presidential election that Trump won, but the election after that, they switched it to... Um, no kids in schools during on on election day. They they debated like a no school day because uh, because cool. yeah just so which is good yeah it should, it should be just be the day off as 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 many people know election day should just be it a should just holiday. be a day off. You should have it should, it should be a national holiday where you, where you just the only thing you have to worry about that day is voting. Emergency workers will have to work. Yep. You if you if you can't pay at the pump, you're fucked. You know, Best Best Buy people will technically have to like well a, a store like Best Buy might just close kind of like they would on 
Christmas? I think we, uh, most they of just, Thanksgiving. Aren't they just open? Th- I thought they opened at like four in the morning on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that, that, that's a bad excuse. One of those, one of those stores that like closes during a holiday. <laughs> black-hearted company. Uh, yeah, get get rid of President's Day, and get Voting Day. Yeah, like I, I think that's a that's a that's a, a no nonsense. I feel like that should be like a by well, one party or some people within a party may not want people to vote, so they don't want that to be a day off. But I think that should be a that should be a very popular uh, movement to just make that a day off. It should be. I like the way you phrased it, by the way. That uh, some people. <laughs> In some party, yeah. Like I'm not gonna, like I'm not gonna sit here and like say like everybody within that party wants because like that's that's not true. No, but there, there are definitely some that would just rather you don't vote, especially if you're poor or a minority. What? Um. Hey, another person just emailed us a random topic. You guys are awesome. Asked her once, and we got now we're up to like nine. That's I don't know. Too many. I don't know if that's the actual number. <laughs> This podcast isn't going to go long enough to get through all those. You talking about? All right, should we move on to our? Uh... Hey, Kibby used to work at Best Buy. Oh yeah, that, 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 that was us too, Kibby. Like we did like Black Friday and all yep. that. Well, Black Friday, Black Friday was fun. We so let's see, people in chat who worked at uh, Best Buy: Wall of Beef, Javin, Rolo, Thirty Six Ninjas, Vita Anderson, Vita Anderson. Dan and myself all worked at Best Buy and I don't think any of them hated it as much as I did. I fuck it. And I worked there for a long time. I loathed that place. I still hate I it. I never had to work Christmas since I would always go back to Canada on Christmas. So I, I, I always got to at least take uh, like two or two or three of those days around it off. Nope. <clears throat> I had to work everything and i hated it because it, it did it ruined the holidays for me and i love the holidays and it just it ruined it which is where uh all day board day game day came out of because it was the first year that the ma- the majority of us yeah or all shot. of us it, it might have been was I, rollo were Not you right. able to do the first all day board he, day he came i don't think he um if rollo's still he, here because well, he he like he was Magnolia up until like two years ago, so no. I feel like he yeah he came to the first one. He, he, he wasn't there all day. I don't think. I, th- I think he still had to work part of the day. It was so he Friday. came later. I would yeah, get, that, those first few. I'd get too drunk. To oh, we went hard because it was. Oh my we, god! Well, we and, don't have to work for four days, and we were all in our mid twenties and could. Uh, insanity. But yeah, so. Kibby, we do a thing called All Day Board Day Game Day where we all, on Black Friday, we all get together and play board games all day, which sadly this year will be the first year in almost 10 years? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, almost 10 years that uh, we won't be able to do it because of COVID. Man, I didn't realize uh, that. that I, I, be, I didn't realize I'll we've be, done it that many years in a row. I'll be in Discord yeah, you guys keep talking oh, okay. about Discord, but it's way easier. It's way harder for me to get in Discord because I have kids. Like I no, can't be in. I, I can't be in Discord all day. I, I get that. We're, we're gonna we're gonna keep as much of the spirit alive as we can. Yeah. 
I, 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 obviously I'll try to jump in, but I can't be like, Hey, Amber, you parent all day so I can go <laughs> jump in discord. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Maybe cause... my mom can come over or something and watch the kid. I don't know. I'll figure something out so I can be in there more. Cause that I didn't, it almost made me want to cry. Like, I can't believe we've been doing it. Our stream just dipped super hard by the way. So you might have to refresh. That's still going. Uh, oh, Rolo was project team at that point. So if you weren't on a project, oh, yeah. did you just not have to work then? I forget. Man, this really bugs me when this happens. Last week it was fine. Stop looking. Kibby, <laughs> movie night, now board games. I will rubbing friendship. I think that's a typo. Rubbing friendship in my face never ceases. Yeah. Rolo says it's all a blur. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize it's been because that we moved to that apartment when I was 24. So yeah, it's been 10 years that we've been doing all day board day game day. That's yeah, because I wasn't in this house yet. I had my job, but I was I was still at my folks' house. So yeah, yeah, it was it was probably oh, 10 or 11 years ago. That's crazy. I didn't realize was, we've been doing it for a decade. It seems like we've been doing it for about four years. Kibby also said, uh, way up top, he said he did get our email. Thank you. I had a video call from a band interested in a project I'm working on, which is why I was not here last week. Well, I hope that went well for you, man. And yeah, obviously, take care of you. Um, speaking of Rolos. Speaking of Rolo. Rolo, we've been friends for a long time. We have been. Speaking of Rolo. Uh, we'll go to our, our one and only segment on this podcast. It's called Rob's Random Topic. Uh, it was an idea introduced to us by our friend Rob, and I loved it, uh, which is basically once a week, Dan or myself will text our friend Rob and demand a random topic, and the rule of Rob's Random Topic is first thought, best thought, which means whatever idea pops into his head first is what we have to talk about. Uh... And so Rob doesn't keep a list or keep anything in his head. He just, whatever he's thinking about when we text him uh, is what we get. Kibby, I am a big fan of heavy metal, depending on... The movie in the magazine, not the genre of music. Depending on what kind of heavy metal, but I mean, most of it. Are we talking baby metal? Because I'm in. Baby metal, I'm in. Uh... Rolo says, I forgot what it was today. It was in the middle of a new laptop shenanigans. <clears throat> Last week's was rough, but we, we, we gutted it out. We did more in 10 minutes. And it's never Rolo's fault if they're rough because that's the rule. It's first thought, best thought. It's just a mm -hmm. fun challenge to see, like, how long can you talk about something stupid and where might it go if you just keep talking about it? <clears throat> this week's random topic is... What's your go-to lunch when packing from home? Rob must have been hungry and or just ate lunch. <clears throat> Do you ever bring a lunch? Mm-hmm. Ale Ostercam says, remember when Nemo sang Twinkle Twinkle Star metal style? I do. We got to get him back into that. Uh, hey, there's 36 Ninjas. Uh, yeah. I have a video of him singing Twinkle Twinkle on his metal vocals somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. 36 Ninja says leftovers. Do you all do you do leftovers every day? No, because you would do Taco Bells. 
he, he eats like he eats like some like chunky soup at home. Saves just a little bit of chunky soup. Brings that for lunch the next day. Brings a Taco Bell like that mailman. Yeah. <laughs> that mailman. <laughs> that mailman. Where is he eating lunch now? Oh yeah, where is he eating lunch? He's probably just in the parking lot. Yeah. Every day doesn't mean go to. Okay. Okay. This is this is what I, this is what I love about <laughs> MREs. This is what I love about this group. Is it, it gets it gets really granular. So, go to lunch when packing from home. So go does go to mean favorite easiest? What do what do we think go to means? It's like your it's your go to. It's the one where it's just like I'm going to this, <laughs> you know. It's your go to. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm going to this. Often used, but still liked. Okay. Um, I guess I would say what Thirty Six Ninja says is is leftovers. It's weird because. Mm-hmm. So Big J says the one you do without thinking really, good enough, quick enough. Yeah, I that, mean that, usually that, 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 that mirrors the Rolo thing. So, are you guys pl- are you are you guys making your lunches for the day? Like the morning before you go to work? Is that... Because I don't think I ever do that. I don't think I ever just bang something together quick before I go to work. Jesus. I usually am. I'm not, I'm not paying that much attention to it. Like unless there's something that I know I want to bring, I don't I don't bother with it the night before. Oh. I might, I'm not, I, I might not pack it, but I have it planned in my head what I'm going to eat. I mean, if there's one thing my wife knows about me, it's while I'm, while I'm eating... Lunch, I'm thinking about dinner. While I'm, th- while I'm eating dinner, I'm thinking about breakfast. Like, mostly what I think about is what am I going to eat next. Uh, so, Rolla says, sometimes I do, sometimes I cook it the day before. Usually chicken and veggies or rice these days. That's what I, like, that's what I try to do. That's what I've done all this week is it was nice. My mom came over last Sunday and watched the kids all morning. And so, Amber and I were able to get a bunch of chores done. And while I was cleaning the fridge... I was also meal prepping, uh, and I just meal prepped a bunch of chicken and a bunch of rice, and then I I'd just been bringing it to work, and I take like whole leaf frozen spinach and I throw that in there, and <clears throat> microwave that, and then I just put sriracha and soy sauce on it, and I just kind of mash it all up and scarf that down. Um, but I also I I also have a really nice advantage that most people don't have where i live four minutes away from where i work so i can you don't you don't have to bring lunch no i come (laughs) home to eat a lot um but right now tuesdays and thursdays our kids and then amber sister's kids big j's kids are at our house on tuesdays and thursdays so i don't come home on tuesdays and thursdays so that's where I, i just eat at work or i pick up food uh but i knew the way my week broke down this week i knew i wasn't gonna have time to like go pick up food. I was just going to be eating in my office because of mm-hmm. how I knew my week was going to break down and where my 3000 shift was. How much planning do you guys do for your weeks before for, for food just for. So I have a question. It's mostly for my coworkers, but anybody can answer. Well, actually I'm curious about anybody on Sunday. One of the last things I do before I kind of like, you know, usually before bed, I'll watch, 10, 20 minutes is something on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But one of the last things I do before that is I look at 
my work week and I, I kind of everyone I'll make like little notes sometimes on my calendar. Uh, or if I've scheduled stuff with teachers, I'm, I have those on my calendar, obviously. But I, like the other people do that. Do you sit on Sunday and look at like, what's my week going to look like and think about when you're going to like, I look at certain days and like, okay, well this day I'm going to have to eat lunch at 1130, but this day I'm probably not going to get to eat lunch until after 1230. So I want to have a snack. Like, do you do that at all? I don't, I don't care as much about food as you do. So I'm, if I, if, I'm saying on Sunday, do you look at your week at all? You don't have no, to no, think but, just but, in but terms like, of food. But, but the way you were breaking that down, yeah, like that, like I, I could seriously care less, like when I eat, not saying, or even I, I don't, or even if I eat, because there'll be days where I just don't have, um, where I, I just, I just won't eat lunch, uh, not same, and so it, that's just, that's just the way it is, I guess. So I, I, I know like where I'll be like Monday, like usually like Monday and Tuesday. But then after that, it's more whatever, whatever Monday tells me. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't set it in stone. I'm definitely on the same there. Like I know what Monday is going to look like almost down to the half hour. I know what Tuesday is going to look like down to like the hour. And then I have a general idea of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but like, this week, my 3,000 shift was on Thursday. So it's like, I know, and 3,000 means a whole four hours of your day is just ate up. You just have to be doing this one thing for half your day. Mm-hmm. So I kind of know what the end of my week is going to look like because it leaves me very little, that day leaves me very little time to do anything else. So I think you're right. Yeah, I kind of look at Monday and Tuesday, but sometimes I'll schedule things with teachers out in the week too. I, I, uh, oh, th- like same here, like, cause they're, they're the ones that are more time constrained than I am. Right. Like they're, they're the ones that have kids at certain times. So it's, it's more like up to them when, when I, when I'm available for them. Right. Yeah. There's some things that I'm more lenient. I'll like, I'll push away and some things that I, I won't like, there's sometimes where it's like, so like with Chromebooks this week, so we, just to, for, to give some context, Dan and I work in a district that's called one-to-one, which means every kid has a device. Mm-hmm. But devices break either by the kid's own destruction or through just shit that happens, you know, manufacturer defects, shit like that. So we were dwindling down this this at the end of last week. And so I knew, like, I have to get there early next week. So I plan out time, like I'm going to go drive to the place where I know that I have a bunch waiting for me mm-hmm. to the DSC. So like I'll block out that time on my calendar because it takes, you know, round trip, it's 45 minutes to go there, pick them up and get back. But that's what I was saying. Like I knew I wasn't going to be able to pick up Lee Sue's this week because the only way I could do it and still meet teachers and, and be taking care of my other responsibilities is like, well... The only real window I have is to go between nine and 10. So that's just when I'm going to have to go and Lee Sue's isn't open then. And it's like, I don't want to be picking up lunch at, you know, nine 30. So yeah. Like, well, yeah, what I, what I've been doing with Lee Sue's these last months, it's like, I just don't eat it. Like I, I buy it and I just throw it right in the garbage. You know, I just want to support my local businesses. You're dumb. Uh, I buy it and then I eat it for dinner. Oh, hold on. Joey's dreaming. You buy it and eat it for dinner? Yeah. Oh, damn it. I missed it. 
He was he was running. There are rabbits that live under our shed, and he chases them shits every morning. And I bet you that's what he's dreaming about, is getting those fucking rabbits. He wants to catch one so bad. Yeah, I think I would probably do that more, but it's hard. it would be weird to be like, all right, kids, you eat this. I'm going to eat Lisus. Yeah. Um, I can't think of a time growing up where my parents ate something different than me. I don't like, think I don't think I've ever done that with my kids. Amber no, makes, no, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, like I'm trying to think. That of, would like, be if that's ever, like if that's it. Like yeah, if you were like, I don't think I would have cared as a child. But yeah, like thinking back, it's like no, it was just like because the, the amount of time it takes for like your parents to come home at four make dinner, they're not gonna like be like making something special for themselves. It's just like oh yeah, <laughs> we're all, we're all <laughs> eating macaroni. Something. If I was a bodybuilder, maybe I'd have a different yeah. meal than my kids. But you guys eat those. I need six chicken breasts. Yeah. Uh, that uh, every once in a while we will have a night where it's just like, like nobody really wants to eat the same thing, and so it's like Nemo will have oatmeal, and I'm just having like an egg sandwich, and Amber's having a bowl of cereal, and Aurora's eating whatever the fuck we give her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every once in a while we'll have just kind of a smorgasbord of like what just who wants what to eat we didn't plan anything i mean i didn't the, today i have usually i would meal plan every week but i haven't been doing it lately and it's honestly making things more stressful it's just hard to find the time lately on the weekend to meal plan but when you meal plan life becomes so much easier because it would just like i'd meal plan and then i'd set a reminder on my phone like okay tuesday i have to get up and defrost chicken because I'm going to need chicken for whatever the the Tuesday meal is. So I just set a thing at seven in the morning, remind me to take out chicken breasts and I take out chicken breasts. And then Wednesday morning, I'd have to take out ground beef or whatever. And it was like, I never had to think about it because what we had this awesome routine before COVID and even a little bit into COVID when we were scheduling stuff more, but it was just like you would meal plan on Saturday and then you would go pick up all your groceries on on Saturday just for your meal planning. And then you just have all your stuff there. It was, I'm, I, we got to get back into doing that. So chat. Imagine if you lived, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, imagine if you lived in like a big city like New York and you just on your way home, you stop, pick up some chicken breasts unfrozen. You know, you just pick them up at the, at the, the boutique on the. The boutique. What are you doing? Uh, Corner. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. <laughs> Dan broke. Uh, chat has been chatting it up, so I, I wanted to, me. I wanted you to know, I wanted to catch up. Bottle wine. Dan's drunk as fuck from that beer. No, I'm not. That GI Joe beer. GI Joe. Uh, Thirty Six Ninja says now nah, with leftovers, I make an easy tubaware. <laughs> tubaware. Is that how that's that's not how that's spelled? Wait, Tub- you put bees in it? Yeah. He says tubba. Tubbaware. <laughs> it's Tupperware, no, it's not, isn't it? T-U-P-P-E-R? Yeah. Uh, make an easy Tupperware when packing up dinner. I'll do that sometimes. Or like Amber uh, Amber made um, tater tot hot dish this week. And yeah, that was like easy leftovers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Big J says turkey, ham, cheese, sandwich, nuts or trail mix, apple, banana, and or clementine cheese stick. And cherry bubbly, which I, I assume means cherry bubbly water. Sun chips if I got them. That sounds like a great lunch. Big J's, yeah, that's closer 
to my go-to. Okay. Like I like I just have usually cold cuts and like bread and cheese, and so it's like uh, I'll just, I just you know it's a sandwich for me. I make sandwiches a lot in the oh man our tank our stream just tanked again. I'll make yeah. sandwiches a lot in uh, like the the summer, spring and summer. But once it's like colder weather, I want I want some warm food. More substantive. It doesn't have to be more substantive because probably calories calorie wise, my sandwiches and like chips especially will have more calories than like what I ate today: rice and chicken and spinach. But it, it was it just feels heartier. It's yeah, it's, it's and it's warm. It's not just a, a sandwich. Um, Kiwi says sometimes, but I found a site where I can order a civilian version of an MRE. Huh. It's been helpful with weight loss. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Rolo says Adam packs his whole house for lunch. Kind of. Uh, also, Rolo, I really miss blood lunch. Uh, 36 ninjas. So this is, I think we got into the week planning here. 36 ninjas says zero planning. Uh, big J says none planning. I wing every day as it comes. I couldn't do that. That gives me anxiety. <laughs> Javin says, nope. I would, I wouldn't have guessed that with Javin. Uh, Rolo says it varies vastly based on how my weekend went. Schwartz says my weeks are unpredictable enough that I can't do that. So no, but I also work from home. Uh, big J says it's rare that I care to look. If I know I have a busy week coming, I might, but that usually means busy with stuff over the other than work, house stuff, work, etc. Hmm. Kibby says I plan my week. However, I have to do work on the fly sometimes. For example, I plan on talking to venues, bands, managers, etc. But then I get the call at two thirty a.m. from a drunken musician wanting to do a show. That makes sense. We're, we're, we're similar to that, but it's during the day it's, where we get a call. For it's a not two thirty eight. I mean, that was me today because I was backing up three thousand. It wasn't my main three thousand shift, and I got a call from a, like a very panicky teacher. And it's like, I messaged the other person I was doing it with, and was like, "I gotta step away. This person's freaking out." Um, Javin says it was a little disappointing. This oh, he must mean Lisu's. It was a little yeah, disappointing this week. You picked a good week to miss it. I've missed it the past two weeks. I'm bummed. Boutique, oh, <laughs> yeah. Amber says pizza and chicken nugget night, which we that's that's kind of what it is. Is it's like I didn't plan anything for dinner, and we have a we have a like a pizza and chicken nuggets, and we'll make pizza and chicken nuggets and like tater tots, and none of that stuff is usually very appealing to me. So that's that that's the night where I'll have like a bowl of cereal or a peanut butter I and jelly or something today, or. Actually, I think my favorite thing, this is like the most like Britishy Canadian thing. It was uh, fish and chips day when like my dad would stop at like Archie's fish and chips, pick up fish and chips on the way home. So that, fucking good. That would be delicious. No, this is, I mean, this is just like an oven baked pizza. Oh, yeah. Like, so we, we always like, that's one of the things we always have in our fridge or our freezer. Like a just in case an emergency pizza. Yep. It's an emergency pizza, chicken nuggets, and tater tots. Because there are, I mean, there are days. Today was almost one of those days. But then I realized I have all the shit to make, like, really easy tacos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. Because yeah. I was, our daughter has not been sleeping well. And Amber and I are both tired. And I work 3,000 a day, which takes a lot of my energy. And so I was like, I don't, I don't even know what to make. And I was like, oh, wait. I can defrost chicken breasts pretty easily within like an hour in hot water fry those up cut up some onions we have cilantro we have tortillas boom you know cut up some lime squeeze them on there we got tacos and it's 
really easy because basically all I have to do is fry chicken breasts. Uh, Jevin says, no. what is the character Dan just went into? It's, it's out of towner talking about the big city. New York City? Yeah. Uh, no, it's more like a it's a mid it's a midwestern guy. He doesn't have that accent. Oh, okay. It's basically it's it's more like me. <laughs> so it's I'm just... trying to describe New York. <laughs> it's just Dan. Yeah. To, to answer our t- our thing just tanked again. God damn it. Um, to yes, answer your question, Jevin. Knowing is half the battle. What is Kibby asking? Knowing what? That's the GI Joe. Oh, you know, when thank they do, you. When they do their thing. <laughs> knowing is half the battle. Yep. Uh, Rolo says, I'm making my quote-unquote famous chili tomorrow. That will be a great lunch for a while. Uh, and then he says, oh, blood lunch. Kibby wants to know how famous it is. It's pretty famous, Kibby. Jevons is famous enough to be in quotes. Uh, I love this comment without context. And a can of pineapple, because that's how I eat pizza, Amber says. <laughs> I'm going to offer... I'm going to offer no other explanation and a can of pineapple because that's how I eat pizza. Uh, Rolos is only famous if you have tasted it. So three or four people. <laughs> we were, You know what, Amber? We should make chili. I'm looking upstairs like she's. I can see her. Uh, we haven't made chili yet this, this fall. I made it uh, two weekends ago and ate it for a week because you just, you, you know, when you make that much chili, you just that's all you can do really is just eat that's it. That's how it goes. Uh, I've uh, made spaghetti, which is always my, I love like when the first kind of cold week of fall, I'll make spaghetti and it's so good. Mm-hmm. And my, uh, I actually, it made me feel so good this year. My mm-hmm. son asked me to make it. It was like the first cold week we had. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Papa, are we going to have spaghetti? Will you make spaghetti? And I was like, oh, yeah, if you're at, like, you're asking for, it just made me, cause I remember Mike. I had certain meals that I like when I had found out like in my mom's spaghetti is one of them or like my mom was making roast beef or chicken pastry roll-ups or something. It was just like, Oh my God, like you're so excited. And that was just a really, that was such a cool parenting moment for me where it was like, he has a dinner that he looks forward to. So I was like, yes, I will make it. Like I was like a, like a, like a weird picky eater as a kid. Like I didn't like as a kid. I'll eat it now uh <laughs> but like i would i would like pick out like the tomatoes and like onions from shit for whatever like uh, onions who knows like they like disappear into things but whatever like i would find them on purpose and like drag them out uh and just not eat them yeah but and i, and I wasn't like a big like fish guy but for whatever reason like my i think my favorite things that my parents could just make in like 10 seconds it was probably like my my favorite dinner for like years as like a little kid was just this tuna noodle casserole, which was just like tuna noodle casserole just, like, was good. I, like I feel like they just like microwave it. Like they would just make the noodles, throw it all in this thing, throw a bunch of cheese, crumple up the tuna, maybe some like like corn or like pea or something, throw it in the microwave and just like <laughs> just like melt the cheese on the tuna, and then I would just like eat all of it. It was just like the best thing ever, dude. Out of all of my friends nobody's parents have and like keep in mind matt and donnie who i grew up with nobody's parents have fed me more than your parents they were afraid you they, they, you were so skinny you know you were no, i wasn't <laughs> i was arguably fatter than i am now 
Oh yeah, that was that was that was basically just every Sunday. It was more than that. I would literally oh, yeah. because I was Amber and I were like so broke and in college, and I would just I would like go hang out with you and just hope that your parents would invite me to dinner. And they like always would. And your parents are such good cooks too. And it was always like fucking like white chili or just something super hearty. And like as a poor college kid, it meant so much to me to just like have these warm, because my parents lived forever away. So nobody's cooking me food. So it was just so nice to like, Oh, we're going to go over to Dan's and, and then, yeah, when it was football season, we'd go over and watch football and your, your parents would just make these massive meals. It was awesome. It was weird, like, thinking back to, like, the food I ate growing up that was, like, classic, like, unseasoned white guy food, where it's, like, it's, it's like, the stereotypical, like, you know, like, just bland, just normal, like, uh, to, like, what I eat now and what we eat now, it's, like, huh. Like, it's, it's insane that, like, it changed that much for whatever reason. Like, there was so much more just, like, it, it may just be, like, a time thing where they just didn't want to bother cooking, so it's just chuck it in the oven or, you know, oh, I wouldn't eat it to like, until like now it's like, you know, it's, there's flavors to in things. That I like didn't understand what you were saying. I was like, your parents don't cook bland food. What the fuck are you talking about? You're saying like back in Canada when you were little, yeah. they did. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure that was just like a time constraint thing where it's just like, whatever, like this. Or they might've just not known. I mean, there's not a lot. I, yeah. I like, too, like twofold. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was going to say is the biggest one I think of is like Brussels sprouts where it's like, as like in your in like in your head as a kid, they always made fun of Brussels sprouts. It was like the joke on every I've loved Brussels sprouts children's cartoon. Entire life. And it's like, oh, if you just like roast these vegetables in the oven, it's gonna take forty minutes or like thirty minutes to like oven roast them. So that's time. But like old school, like, you know, my dad's mom's Ukrainian and like she she like came over like on the boat in like 1930, so it's like she's eaten just like the poorest of the poor like just cabbage just boil it, eat it. And that's eat all it you have and don't starve. <laughs> exactly. So like so like that's like the food that like he grew up on. So it's like I see what you're saying. It, it, it took like it, like it took a generational step of like oh we can do more to this. Like it doesn't have to just be cool <laughs> sultans motherfuckers. It doesn't um, have to be just just sustenance. It can actually be enjoyable to eat it. I I have honestly loved Brussels sprouts my whole life. They they might be my favorite vegetable. I love Brussels sprouts. And my wife, my wife, like, threw, I, I wish I I wish I had them more as a kid. My wife through lazy cooking figured out the way to make them the way that I love more than anything. And it's basically you take olive oil and or butter. I okay. prefer olive oil, but you can use butter. Okay. And some garlic, and you throw it in a pan, mm-hmm. and then you take a like a f- bag of frozen Brussels sprouts and you sure. dump them into the pan. Sure. And then you, you just walk away mm-hmm. and then you come back like three or four minutes and you stir them and then you just walk away and you come back in like three or four minutes and you just stir them and you do that for like 15 minutes and they get all black. They get yeah, like little that, charred, the key. they get like little charred bits to them when you just let them sit on a side for like three or four minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's also the, I've, I've discovered is the my favorite way to cook them too because I like I can be mashing potatoes and like you know out on the grill making steaks and or or just doing a bunch of other things as long as I'm just stirring the Brussels sprouts every like four or five minutes. It's so mm-hmm. easy and they're so delicious. 
yeah, Amber says, I, kind of forget them a few times. <laughs> but I, for me, I mean, because I think so much about food, I wanted to get good at cook. Get good. I wanted to get good at cooking. I I grew up like being in the kitchen with my mom. My mom, I want to say, starting in like when I was ten, I would have to make one meal a week. So I'd have to cook a meal a week. And then when Amber and I first moved out, Amber had to eat a lot of shitty meals for like two years as I learned how to cook. You know, she had to eat a lot of like dry chicken breasts and basic bitch spaghetti. Mm-hmm. But, and so that's what I was saying about your parents is like, well, maybe they just, maybe they just didn't know how to cook. And you just, you know, so when you were little and it's like, well, we got to cook for these kids and they need food. They're just throwing shit together. Yeah. And then as you you're guys not, you're, as you're you, experimenting when like you got to feed three kids <laughs> right and as you guys got older and you're not trying to kill yourselves as much which let me tell you as a as a parent of a three and a half year old and an 18 month old they're constantly trying to eliminate themselves you're just like you're you, you can't learn a new skill <laughs> no you know so but then you know by the time like katie was three and you were what five and and jason was six six Nine. Yeah, huh? We're all three. We're all three. You're all three years apart. So yeah, by the time Katie was three, things are settled down enough where they can start to figure out how to like cook mm-hmm. better. So mm-hmm. that makes sense to me. But yeah, I remember that the first time white chili showed. It's like, the fuck is this? It's so good. The hell is this? I need to make white chili. Huh? <laughs> uh, but the, it's funny that like there there is all that stuff, but then there's like this the simplest garbage that like. Uh, just like the easy thing I think of is just like like pierogi that my gra- that my grandma would make, where it's literally just dough with potato and like cream cheese in the middle, and it's still probably my favorite thing I'll eat. And it's just those three ingredients, and it's the simplest possible thing. I never had pierogi until your mom made it for us, and then so good. it's one of my favorite recipes is going over to your house, mm-hmm. and your mom taught us how to make pierogi. And I still have the recipe. And I remember your mom taught us how to make pierogi and we made a fuckload of pierogi with your mom. And then we had leftover pierogi and you told us like, fry them up in a pan with butter. They're better the next day. Oh my God. They're so good, bro. And like having them. So I had them with steak and eggs and then I had pierogi. Mm -hmm. It's I like, I vividly remember it. Uh, And I remember making them with your mom and just being like, this is cool. And then I think we made them the next two years after that. And then we either had kids or something. I still have the recipe. It's in my recipe book. It was like national like pierogi day, like the week that I was having like chili leftovers. So I just had pierogi and I just covered them in chili. Nice. It was great. That sounds <laughs> delicious. One of the years we made our own pierogi and we messed around with some of them and did like cream cheese and jam. We made dessert pierogi. Those were also fucking phenomenal. We need to make pierogi again. That like one of the things I hope is as my already my daughter, and you know what? When we're baking, which pierogies are basically baking, mm-hmm. uh, but both my kids kind of like to help in the kitchen, and so I have this like dream in my head of like making pierogi with my kid, and kind of the same like for you like it's something it's a meal to look forward to just like nemo asking me for spaghetti it's like hey this weekend what if we made pierogi 
because they're not easy to make like they take time to make yeah like it, 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 it's it's definitely like a a multi-hour affair but it's like 30 minutes 30 minutes 30 minutes yeah you gotta like make the dough do something else make the filling get the potato then, water yeah yeah like, like yeah you need potato water you need regular it. water it doesn't have enough starch in it if so there, you need that potato water if there was one thing jane natick stressed to us you need potato water you need potato water mm-hmm. i was like okay don't get rid of potato water mm-hmm. um but yeah i guess i don't really have a go-to lunch for a long time at the end of summer and into fall until it got fucking the last two weeks in minnesota has just been dead winter we're like the high one our high one day like october 23rd the high was 19 degrees yeah are you fucking kidding me it's it's 50 on like saturday which great because it's halloween but that that, that's gonna fuck my man that's what gets my sinuses oh yeah that's why when you jump from nine to 50 well did you notice that the after it was 19 is the high there were a bunch of people who I had a bunch of people at my building who were like, I don't know if I'm sick. I don't know what's going on, but yeah. I'm not coming in. And I think those, those, it always happens to me in the spring when, yeah, you'll have one day where the high is 19 and then a, the next day the high is 50. It fucks with my sinuses. Yep. Um, but up until that kind of cold snap that we got, I was getting these burritos. I would eat two of them because they're, I think they're, they were 250 calories a piece. So it was, yeah, that sounds right. Because it was about 500 calories for my lunch, and they had they each had 14 grams of protein, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're you know they're from Whole Foods, so if you look at the packaging, it's and look at the ingredients, it's just basically six things. Yeah, and so I would I I would just buy enough of those to get me through the week, especially when we were working three three thousand shifts a week. Uh, so those were that that was my go to for several months but i don't i don't know if i have a go-to lunch yeah because like, like that's where i'm similar to like big j where it's like if i just need something and like i know i don't want to like eat out but i'm gonna be hungry i just make make the make the fast sandwich okay just, i don't like, always have sandwich fixings like we'll go well sometimes we'll go two three weeks without buying a loaf of bread hmm. and then we'll, well you're buy- always baking bread i do uh I bake bread quite a bit, but it's you know it's not the same. Like the bread you bake, like I didn't I didn't really bre- bake a lot of bread. Isn't, isn't great sandwich bread. It's not it, great it sandwich bread. bread. It's still, but and I, that's I didn't bake a lot of bread during the summer, which I think is why my starter died. Uh oh well, yeah, it's I wouldn't I wouldn't want that. That is like nothing you want in the hot. It's house. Li- yeah, it's like a fall, winter, and then the cold part of spring. That's when you want and like those mm-hmm. big hearty loaves, and you put butter on it. You don't give a fuck about how many calories you're eating because it's the winter. Because <laughs> you need it. Your body's shaking so much. You need uh-huh. calories. Um, Kimmy says butter makes everything better, which that mm-hmm. was a f- that. You know what? That was a fun sentence to say. Butter makes everything better. You're gonna go get another beer. Yeah. All right. Kibby also says growing up, most of the cooking I was taught was done outside. Um, but yeah, as far as a go-to lunch. You know, my longest stretch of go-to lunches was probably when I was working at Cornerstone because I didn't, I never, ever had time there. I mean, some days my lunch was just, uh, you know, 10 minutes that I had to scarf down food over the sink. 
uh, working there. And I think, I don't know if Amber's still in. It's getting kind of late for Amber to be in. But I'm pretty sure all the meal planning I did then was I would plan our meals so that I knew there was going to be enough to have leftovers. So I guess 36 Ninjas is answer is my answer, which is it's just leftovers. I don't... Uh, I don't have a go-to lunch, and now, like I said, I, I live four minutes from where I work, so more often than not, I just go home. I mean, it's really nice. Like, this week, I made this delicious, uh, like, cabbage stew for lunch. It was so good, and I had, because I had, I had meal prepped rice, so I just microwaved a bowl of rice, and I had rice on the side of it with uh, some, like, if you know what nigiri flakes are, and... and black sesame seeds and it, that was it was amazing but it was just like because i live four minutes away i can literally get home like leave my office get to my car and get home in five minutes spend 20 minutes cooking like cutting up vegetables and cooking and spend another 20 minutes eating and have plenty of time i can have like 15 minutes to get back to work i can just you know so it's more often than not now i just eat at home and it's like the nice part is too it's like what do i want to eat when i and i can just make it with whatever i have around but i think yeah i think that my best answer my go-to is leftovers like if 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 i was still working at cornerstone where i didn't have time to go pick up food i didn't have money to get food delivered to me i would just meal plan so that every meal I made during the week would have enough leftovers that I could bring it the next day. And that would be my go-to lunch. That's, that's my answer. It's not bad. What is this? Ooh, Pop. I like that art. Pop Fuji. Pop um, Fuji. It is a, it's a Pilsner from San Pedro. San Pedro? San Pedro. San Pedro. Where's San Pedro? California. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I did some, it was like a targeted like ad on Instagram for something called Tavour, I don't know, T-A-V-O-U-R, okay. where it's like, it's like a beer crate where it's every so often during the day, they'll throw up like a, a bunch of like beers from around the country and you can like put it in your box. Yeah. And then whatever is in there on the ship day just gets sent to you. Uh, I think I understand. Okay. So like it was like October like 20th or something like that was like the ship day. So like whatever beers I had in there. So like I, I was just like clicking whatever beers. So there's like 20 beers in my fridge right now because the box showed up today. Nice. They're just, they're, there's these like weird, there's like these random like. Uh, That's kind of fun though. So yeah, so I, I mean, so I haven't added any since the box was shipped because I want to see what's the company uh, called? Tavour. Tavour. Like T a v o u r. Okay. Um, is that the first Instagram targeted ad you've ever clicked on? And and done something with yeah. I think I've I've, I've, I've definitely clicked on an ad before because I'm like, what is this weird coffee thing? Sure. That's stupid. <laughs> I think the only one I have done is that hoodie that I love that says "Live Once, Die Forever." Or die once, yeah. live forever. Mm-hmm. And I I realized after I got the hoodie that I really wish it said die forever, live forever. Because that more models my actual like world or like 
world belief or like religious belief as like live forever, die forever, live forever. Mm-hmm. It's the only way that could be better. How is it? What kind of beer is it? It's not bad. It's just a pilsner. Hmm, okay. Just nice, nice and light. Kind of, you know, looks, looks Ooh, like it, a lo- it looks really pretty. It's a good color. Uh, the name of it, the name of it made me think, uh, have I told you, I can't remember if I've told you that I've gotten like way, do you know who Juji Mufu is? Yeah. I've gotten like way into Juji Mufu over the past three weeks, four weeks, probably. Are you doing like his workouts? No, 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 no. Like I don't. I have no desire to be a bodybuilder. When I look at Juji Mufu, I'm like, it looks freaky to me. Just the way that like bodybuilders look freaky to me. Like the only bodybuilder mm-hmm. who's ever looked normal in quotes, normal is Arnold Schwarzenegger. All those other motherfuckers look weird. They like the it. Cra- yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Like the craziest thing. So I don't know why it's made me think of this in, in the middle of your story. Uh, like there's this wrestler. Cause it was, I see. I think I saw a story about him today, but there's this wrestler that's that's still going to WWE called like Cesaro, coming like the Swiss Superman. Like he's he's never been like a like a super top guy. Like he's always been like a like a strong like mid Carter. Like he's just kind of there like on tag teams or ra- randomly doing solo stuff. But they always say like he might be the strongest person that's like that we've like ever had. And if you and if you look at him, he just looks like a really just like a just a really in shape guy. Doesn't look like John Cena. Doesn't look like Brock Lesnar. But like they talk about the strength that he has, but he just looks normal. Well, it's, it's like, like Khabib. The, exactly. Like like he just like he it, looks like a in, dude. When he does these feats of strength, it almost makes it more amazing. It's like holy Christ! Like you you don't look like you should be able to do what you just did. Well, and I mean that's one of the things that's been cool to see with Juju Mufu is like his whole point. Yes, he has Vitamin his whole point is like he when you watch his videos he's doing bodybuilder exercises which is where you you take as much of the rest of your body out of the equation so only your biceps are filling with blood mm-hmm. and you're developing that muscle but mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily translate to pure strength it doesn't no. necessarily translate to athleticism and that it's been an interesting thing for me to watch and learn. Like <clears throat> you're just, you're filling your muscles. You're doing 20 reps of something and filling your muscles with blood and they grow, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be stronger than whoever the Cicero guy is who James claims is six, five. Yep. Uh, uh, he says, Wilt Chamberlain, big J says, Wilt Chamberlain, has been said to be the most powerful guy on the court several times. He did a workout with Arnold, and Arnold's rep weight for triceps was Wilt's warm up. It's you know, it's I'm sure that is that hasn't that probably is definitely a thing. Like you know, they always talk about like Andre the Giant. Like he was always a freak anyway. But the sheer, like, but the the sheer amount of like alcohol and stuff that he could put away because of just the extra mass he had as a, gi- he as a literal giant uh, was something else. Yeah, Javin says to be clear, is a big ass dude. Because uh, he's got like eight extra inches of muscle length. Big yeah, you gotta feed that shit. Um, but th- I think that like the first time I learned that was watching like World's Strongest Man on ESPN 
you know, when I was like 15 or whatever. And like seeing like these dudes where it's like, oh, like that guy's not fat. Like he's just. He's just so you're ta- full of muscle. You're talking in, about like, like compact Thor- form, like Thor Bjornsson or uh, Eddie. Who's the English guy? Eddie something. Yeah, yeah, like like not like the not like the guy, like not like the mountain. Like he just feel like he looks too yoked all the time. Like he's he's definitely good at world strongest man stuff. Yeah, but Thor Bjornsson doesn't have a six pack. He's just huge. Oh yeah, yeah. Eddie but, Hall but, thinks but, Eddie but, Hall is a, were, Eddie Hall is a way like, bigger. A way better example because Eddie Hall looks like he's almost fat, but he is like one of the strongest motherfuckers. It's, it's all muscle. That's not oh, yeah. fat. Like it's like like his belly. Let me. Is all muscle. Eddie Hall, he's a strong man, and yeah, where you, so here. Where'd it go? The fuck? Oh, weird! It won't let me drag. It won't. Let, Halloween, dude! It won't let me drag it over. Is it copyrighted? Sekiro. Get out of here. Eddie Hall. I don't know what's happening. Oh. Yeah, it's that sort of stuff. Yeah, so here. I want. Well, I wanted it to be on stream. So there's Eddie Hall. And he just looks yeah. like he's kind of chunky. Although he's looking fit here. I feel like that's like his like shredded when he's not like putting on like the extra like strength mass. Or he might be doing something else. I don't know. But, the the you know, he's one of the strongest men in the world. Yeah. Like and that was that that was like a because you when you watched wrestling growing up and it's not like it's not like Hulk Hogan wasn't strong like he's like he's definitely like he's like you know they're lifting guys up and doing shit for like thirty minutes like they're strong people uh they're athletic they're athletic but it's not like it's as I think the UFC had the term for it the first time when it's when they're they're show muscles, not go muscles. No, yeah, like, I remember the first time we. Uh, who was that? I can't remember the fighter's name. It was Joe Rogan was talking about it, and he's like, "So this dude has he's got beach muscles. Like they yeah. they look really good on the beach, but they're big giant muscles, and they fill with blood, and that yep, is going to kill his cardio. He's going to and then it was it was yeah. like right away in the second round he was gassed as fuck and just got creamed." But he looked super buff, and it was the first time where I was like, oh, okay. But then also watching, it's like uh, Javin says, the glamour muscles. Uh, it's been interesting for me to watch Juji because it's like re, it's kind of realigned some of my perceptions. So do you remember, I don't know if you'll remember this, because I don't think Mike does either, uh, Mike Long. When I had hernia surgery, I had this like epiphany well, I was talking to you and Mike, and I think I was high, by the way, uh, with uh, whatever painkillers they gave me. But I was Marijuana. like, but I was like, I like I'm not an athlete. Like I don't need to. Like what I was doing was trying to follow these workouts that were like, this is what UFC fighter whatever does, and I was trying to do them in between, like being a parent and working a full time job. And then got a hernia, and it was like I don't have to work this hard, man. Like cause, because I don't have to go fight people. And then watching yeah. watching Juju's videos, it's the same thing. It's like just and I'm just kind of learning. Like, well, what's your goal? Like my goal is to have mobility, right? To have a, a decent, healthy heart, and to look fine naked. Like those are those are my goals. So when, like, as I'm figuring that out, I can, I'm able to narrow in like, well, what do I want to do with exercise more? 
And so I think yeah. that's that's one of the things I've been getting from Juji's videos is like figuring out more like, oh, so if I if if I feel like my mobility is good and I feel like my my heart health and blood pressure are good, then the other thing that I want to hit is the look good naked. And instead of like killing myself doing like hit training or something, I can do 20 reps at a lighter weight with really good form and be filling those, those muscles with blood more and they'll, they'll just look better, mm-hmm. you know, better in quotes. Yeah. Um, he's also just very, they're just very like kind of fun, nice guys. I think they would drive Javin nuts. Honestly, Juju Mufu and Tom Bordardin or whatever his name is. No, that's the motel six guy. I, I remember like, Juju Mufu, like ten years ago, for whatever reason, like, th- like he. Well, that's when he got popular. When he did the, yeah, he was in a commercial. Yeah, doing like we doing like crazy like fitness stuff, but I, I can't. Yeah, I can't remember. He did the sp- he did the splits on a chair. Was that's that what, what that's what that's what put him over. Okay. Tom uh, Tom Boyden is the other guy. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he's the brother of Tom Bodatton. That's right. They have different. They have different last really names. For you. Different last names, but the same first name, so they're brothers. Step brothers. They're step brothers. That makes even le- less sense. No, it just makes equal amount of less sense. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> um. But yeah, he Juji Mufu is in the video he got famous for. He's shoulder pressing a barbell mm-hmm. with a bunch of weights on it, and he's doing the splits on chairs as he does it. Where, where's he from? They're from the south, uh, Carolina, oh, okay. I want to say. Okay, but they're they're just they're just. I don't know. I like their videos. They're kind of fun and and positive, and they've kind of helped me narrow in more of like, like I don't need to be doing the stuff that like Athlean X and Jeff Cavalier do because I don't. I'm not an athlete. I'm not trying to be explosive. I'm not trying to be super fast or what. Like, I'm just trying to. I just don't want to be the dad that like can't wrestle with his kids for a half hour or, you know, I want, I, mostly what I want to do is age well because it I was, can't, I, I can't wait till like six year old Nemo pins you <laughs> and you call me crying and you're like, I can't believe the son is stronger than me. At six. <laughs> uh, just, just yoked out of his mind. Yeah. I, I, mostly what I wanted, like I was saying, I just want to age well because when I started yeah. to get that pain in my knee and it didn't go away and it got worse and worse until I went and saw that physical therapist, that was like the thing for me where it was like, well, if I don't, if I don't figure out how to take care of this thing, it's just going to fall apart. Yeah. Um, Big J says, Eddie Hall lifted, Eddie Hall deadlifted so much, he changed the color of his eyes. That's, I'm pretty sure that's real. Is that the one where he passed out? Fuck. Uh, he's all big J says Eddie Hall has dropped a lot of weight recently on purpose. I don't think he's competing anymore. Just being on social media. Yeah. I think he's getting like fit and not he being healthier. Uh, Schwartz says, was that Shane Carwin? I don't know what that, that, he's that, that's about. the show. Not go muscles. I, I don't think it was Shane Carwin. Cause he was never, it was like a no. dude that looked like that, that, like, that looked like almost like Apollo Costa or a, uh, right. Yoel Romero where it's like, you shouldn't have a gas tank because you're just you're just you're this weird super large guy. Yeah, Paulo Costa. I mean, arguably doesn't. Yoel Romero is a fucking freak. Yeah, he's he like, doesn't make sense. 
no, he he's he got to be blood sort of doping like, or something. It's it's a thing where it's a uh, um, like a Lance Armstrong thing where he he cheated with cheaters. And yeah, he's he was, just such he was a the freak. better cheater, but like his body could make so much right. oxygen, so much like well, that's that. I think that's what your old Romero just has. To like, be, he's probably cheating. To be you know, clear, you like, <laughs> Romero has never been caught. Never been He's never been popped, so we can't say he's the best cheater. Allegedly, but if Me you're pay- if you're paying attention, even with Usada, those guys are still finding ways to do it. He's forty, isn't he? Or like thirty-eight? He's thirty-nine, I think. Yeah. No, he's Big J. Do you know who Yoel Romero? Yeah, you know who Yoel Romero is, because that's when I when the first Cuban time Superman? the first time Big Joey started to get into MMA, I think it was last winter because we were up at amber's uncle's and big j was talking to me and he was like how i looked at these dudes how are they 185 pounders and it was yeah. it was uh yoel and uh paulo costa and it's <laughs> like it's like dude i don't know because i'm not even 185 pounds what the those, fuck those, those two make no sense they don't it's bananas but, that they can get that light oh it's bananas I'm not eating enough. I'm not getting enough potassium. Well, it's just all potassium. You should eat potatoes. They have more potassium than bananas. I, 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 if I if I know I'm working out hard, I will take special care to get enough K in me. The That's fuck potassium. is K? Is it? That's the yeah. I recently learned out from a juju learned out. I recently learned found out. Is what I was trying to say. From a juju mufu video that bananas have like three or four times the amount of potassium that. Or other way around, potatoes have like three or four times the amount of potassium that bananas do, mm-hmm. because that I knew potassium was important after hard workouts, and so I would eat bananas. But bananas give me heartburn. Oh, because the sugar and stuff. Or? Yeah, I don't know what it is in bananas, but they 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 fuck with me. Like sure. I don't know if it's a mild allergy or what, but bananas will fuck me up. Uh, what Amber has discovered for me somehow is that overripe bananas don't bug me. So we'll, we, our kids eat bananas like nonstop. So we're constantly buying bananas. But because you constantly buy bananas, they'll get overripe. Then we'll throw them in a bag and freeze them. And sometimes as a treat, we'll let our kids have a frozen banana with chocolate syrup and whipped cream. And that's like their, you know, because it's a lot better for them than like, <laughs> it's a lot better for them than like uh, a bowl of ice cream or some shit. Or cookies or something. You know, you're eating a banana with a little chocolate syrup and a little whipped cream, which is like, if you're just having a little bit of it, it's flavor. It's nothing. But I would I would mix those bananas into my smoothies because they were frozen and they wouldn't bug me. But then one day I ate a banana that was like right at the peak ripeness and got terrible heartburn. And so there's something about them being overripe where they don't fuck with me. It, so it's I was, like, it, it, it makes sense because like they, like they change genetically like at for that sure. point. Or chem- chemically, biologically, what would it be? We'll go with both. Uh, you said genetically, which I suppose probably yeah. isn't wrong either. Maybe? I have no idea. I'm so stupid. Have you ever seen... This might sound stupid. Matt uh, says that's weird because overripe bananas have higher sugar content. I don't necessarily know that it's it, the it sugar. sugar. It might not be There's the sugar. something in a banana that if I eat it before it's ripe enough, it'll fuck me up. If I eat it when it's like perfectly ripe, when you want to eat a banana, and it never happened to me as a kid, it didn't happen to me until I was like in my twenties. You should make banana bread then, because like you you always make that with the overripe bananas. Oh God! Okay, everybody settle this. Amber 
and her stupid sister. <laughs> Do it. I, I got to know what this is. They say whoop cream. Like, whoop, like, like, like a whoop? No, like whoop. Like I'm going to whoop you. On the can, it says WHIP, whipped cream. How do I, how do I unfollow the stream? Uh, just unfollow Big J's wife. It's whip. It's whipped cream. Or sometimes it's whipped cream. If you're an idiot. The answer is Big whip. Big J says just Amber, not Amanda. Amanda says oh. whipped cream. I thought they both, says, both said whipped cream. Amber, <laughs> my wife, also for the longest time, added an extra syllable to toddler. And I, I gave her so much shit about it. She doesn't do it anymore, and I'm sad. She would say toddler. I, I was like, wh- huh? What's, okay, excuse me? A baking powder? What's that word? Just say that again? Toddler? Amber's words oh, are broken. Um, but anyways, then I was watching, and I, lo- I, I love me some potatoes. I love savory foods way more than I love sweet foods. And so when I was like, oh, but potatoes have like, four times the amount of potassium that bananas do cool i'll just so i just eat potatoes and there's potatoes are the best thing in the world you take a potato you stab it three times with a fork you throw the microwave for five minutes you got a potato yeah if they're the best it's, it's called an, it's called an irish hard boil really <laughs> did no, you just make that, that up <laughs> see that's what i wanted when i set you up for being undefeated and you just Sorry. stared at me like a fucking done uh yeah french fries are on your bodybuilding menu that's why big j on fridays for lunch i've been getting hand pies with french fries Uh, the aussies know what's up i got protein Aussie dudes are shredded we're on the aussie diet yeah look i mean two of the two of the ufc champs right now are Aussie. no they're kiwis adesanya they're kiwis they're not aussies same diff same diff don't say that. They'll get mad. They want to be Aussies. Don't. They'll beat us up. They want to be. They want to be so they'll bad. They'll fly here to beat us up. <laughs> um, Hugh Jackman. There you go. That's huge, the body you want. Huge Jackman. He could beat both those guys. <laughs> but he's like the nicest man of all time, apparently. Because he's Australian. But yeah, so now... Going back to go to lunch, a lot of times I'll just throw a banana in the microwave. Nope. God, I'm getting an Aussie <laughs> ham pie tomorrow. I'm so excited. Go I'll th- ahead. I'll throw a potato in the microwave, not a banana. <laughs> I'll throw. <laughs> 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 you didn't even catch it. In, in, like in, like in, in the ride. <laughs> I said I'll throw a banana in the microwave. Just, just, just starts gooping out the seams. I just throw this banana in there, slam the door. Boop, 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 boop. So uh, wait, wait, is Amber opening the door and putting the numbers, and you're throwing them from the other side of the room? <laughs> uh, aren't the Helms Hemsworths Aussies? Yeah, I don't know, like, but yeah. Chris. Thor? Oh yeah, Chris Hemsworth is. Uh, who who else is, falls in this category? Him, Brad Pitt, Idris Elba. Like, there are men that are unfairly attractive. Like, when you look at them, you're like, that's not fair. And and also, like... It's not fair. Super talented. Yeah, like, it's just not fair. They're charming, funny, athletic. Like, it's just not fair. Me? No, you don't count. Oh, Joey just sound. 
John Hamm. Yep. John Hamm. That's the American John, right there. John Hamm literally looks like a a Disney prince was mm-hmm. has just come to life. You're like, what the fuck? It's not fair. Yep. But super super fun dude. Very funny. His his cameos on Thirty Rock are great. Mm-hmm. Like genuinely a funny guy. Um. So yeah, eat more potatoes. They got potassium. Yep, Aussie Aussie Pie Friday. I'm in. I'm getting an Aussie Pie tomorrow. I'm excited now. I'm not dumb. Are we wait? Are we getting a pippin? A spicy butter chicken? I didn't like the pippin. I didn't not. No, no, you you had the Ariana. Oh yeah, I gotta get a pippin tomorrow. I'm yeah, staying yeah. with my boy Jason. Yeah, no, yeah, no one's tried a pippin yet. I'm staying with my boy Jason. Oh no, you gotta get it, Jason. My boy it's, Jason's where it's at. That those the, are the so Jason good. Never di- like never disappoints. It's like a beef stew that's inside of a pie, that you eat with your hand. It's so delicious. They're amazing. I'm so glad Liam told us about that place. How? So I talked about potatoes for like almost ten minutes. What is our what is our viewer number at now? It can't yeah, be, I, it can't be eleven. We only lost two. It went down to six at one point. Yeah. It's, it's been fluctuating. Joey, Joey's just leaving. He's gonna go sleep on the stairs. Adam, your fat guy is showing. Legit. Shut up. <laughs> You're the one not working out tomorrow, Big J. I'm still, I'm still be in there. Yeah, they're, oh. they're not that impressive. Oh. Um, they're getting bigger though. Um. Like Big, Big J still here? We could do a Big J question. No, I have a question I want to do. Big J, oh, yeah, that's right. Big J did email us uh, a question, but I have a I have a question from Twitter that I want to do actually. Um, because I thought it was a good I thought it was a good question. I kind of have to pee. If you're ever in San Pedro, uh. Browerwurge West uh, seems to make a good beer. Dan, I'm almost out of beer. I'm going to go pee and get another beer. Oh, God, what am I talking about? You have to talk. Just talk with Big J about me being a fat guy. <laughs> I There is for, forever. I've just decided. Not decided. I've just accepted. There's just there. I'm just. I love to eat so much. I'll talk about the journey of my beer box. So I, I try this Tavor thing. Uh, I got I got a couple more beers than I probably should have. It's just too easy to click the button and say, "Oh yeah, add this to my box." Whatever. Uh, there's like twenty beers from my house. They since it's alcohol, they don't ship it through like FedEx or UPS. So it's just some other like local delivery service is gonna like deliver this beer to you, and it ends up being speedy. And so it shows up, gets the speedy. Speedy is apparently out of Saint Cloud. They randomly sh- try to show up on like Friday. Like I had no idea they were trying to show up. I don't know how I would have even known they were gonna try and show up at my house on this day. Like no one had let me know that like it had even made it to Speedy, and Speedy was gonna come to my house. And so they missed me. So I so I gave him a call. I'm like, hey, you know, like when's it gonna show up? They're like, oh, you know, be home Monday between twelve thirty and one. The uh, the delivery guy needs 
a person there since there's alcohol in the package. You can't just leave it on your door. I'm like, great. At home, between 1230 and 1, it's like 2 o'clock, nothing. I'm like, all right, let me, let me, let me call Speedy here. Hey, yeah, customer service. Oh, yeah, it's, you know, it was... It's we're, we're we're busy. It's you know it's it's COVID stuff, so we couldn't we couldn't put it on a truck. It'll be on the truck tomorrow. Be there between twelve thirty and one, and you know the the delivery will be there. I'm like, okay, that 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 makes work sense. Tuesday, same thing. Wednesday, same thing. I'm what like, are you talking about? Get try like getting the delivery of the beer. Oh, okay. Because it's like in a box, and like they don't ship through UPS or FedEx. Came through like speedy, but you you, like every so often you see like a speedy truck driving around. Uh, and so like Wednesday, it's like I call him, it's like, Hey, I'm like, I see it's not on a truck right now. And she's like, No, like Wednesday's usually our commercial day. Like, I promise it'll be on the truck on Thursday. I'm like, Okay, I'll be at my house between one and two to like be here for the package because you can't just leave it on my doorstop because it's got alcohol in it. Doorstep. Doorstep, yeah. I noticed as I was saying it, it was wrong. Uh, and so I'm like, this fuck, this fucking thing better be on this truck. Like, I'm, so I, I'm at home, and like, when I saw the speed truck show up, I'm like, thank fucking god, it's been four days of like me being at my house from twelve thirty to one, assuming this thing's gonna be here. Uh, oh yeah, because you have to sign for it. Okay. Yeah, it's because yeah, like I can't just like they don't they won't just leave alcohol on your front doorstep. Yep, yep, yep. And so it was. It, 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 it's been a journey this week of me just like being like, "Fucking where the? That's not a great. Why isn't it on the truck today?" And they're like, "Oh, you, you know, it's... don't use Speedy. It's not a. I mean, you're not making a great pitch for this beer company or Speedy." Yeah, well, that that's the thing, and that's why like I'm. That's why you know the good thing is since I have like twenty beers. I have a I have a while before I before you have I to go like, through have it to again. Think about like clicking the button again. But think about uh, but, some like think about some people who don't have the jobs that we do. Where like we work close to home oh, no. and it's easy for us to get home. That. Yeah, it's easy for us to get home for a half hour. You got to figure that shit out. No, at, at this point, I like <clears throat> I'm leaning in the direction of I'm just going to go to Barrel Theory and get Crowlers. Yep, that's closer, and I like Barrel Theory. So that that's that's probably the answer. And they vary their beer. Why is Big J talking about guns? Uh, Side Tavor. note: Tavar by IWI oh, is okay. an Israeli AR-15 bullpup. It's super. It's a super fun gun to shoot. To, to, like because Tavur with a U, like O U R, is the 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 beer. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, Big Joe, even though my fat is showing, my not my fat, my fat guy is showing, I'm starting to see just a little bit, little, little gains in the places I want to. So what we're, what we're doing is working. Your, your hog? Yep. James and I are working out to make my penis bigger. Getting hog gains. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> All right. I was. Wait, I said a hog, and we jumped two viewers. We got up two viewers. I wish Doc would come back. He followed us after last week, but he's not here. Oh, well, man, that's listening. Shit. Uh... Shut up. <laughs> We're not working out our penises. 
Remember that time that uh, it's supposed to Big... be a surprise. Do you remember that time that Big J uh, was helping go. out that homeless guy on on the street like a week ago? Remember that? That was pretty I great. Where are you going with this? Oh, okay. He was super charitable. You're trying to. <laughs> Do I remember that time? Was I there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we were all amazed because we're like, wow, can't believe he's doing this. What a Big great Big J guy. says, thanks, this Dan. Yeah. With an ellipsis. Thanks, this Dan. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, <laughs> Rolla says, I've been working toward more of a fat hog. I don't need the length. I just need the girth. Um, somebody clipped that. Yeah, it's a chunky. It's a can. Of, a can of chunky soup. What's that from? I forget, but it was hilarious. It was. Uh, I was. I don't know how many people are still in chat or still are able to be actively in chat. Um. Sorry, my wife sent me a cute picture of my kids that I want to look at because they're all snuggled together. And my daughter. I, I'm going to be so sad when my daughter doesn't sleep with her butt near anymore. <laughs> so. This is uh so every night Steven Spawn and if you don't know who Steven Spawn is uh he's the CEO of Able Gamers um <laughs> he also lists himself as an aspiring Iron Man which is oh, great nice. uh he says he's a guy trying to make the world a better place Steven Spawn is uh I was introduced to him because of our podcast Yep. Uh, because we talked to him after the whole Get Good thing, which is with the new Demon Souls remake is a thing that we can talk about maybe next week because we're not going to have enough time this week, but the whole Get Good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I started following him when we started talking about the Get Good thing after I got way into Securos and like FromSoft games. He's super great to follow. He genuinely is, I think, making the world a better place and will just like brighten my day sometimes. Um, very positive person, but every night he asks a question, like a nightly question. And tonight it just happened, I think, to line up with the fact that fact is a strong word, just with how this is like our last podcast for Halloween. I was going to say with the fact that this is our Halloween podcast, which it isn't, <laughs> but we did, we did play werewolf bar mitzvah as our intro, but anyways, so his nightly question tonight, uh, you should follow Steven Spawn on Twitter, see if you dig him, by the way. Uh, he is a very positive person on Twitter. It's Spawn is spelled S-P-O-H-N. So it's Steven, S-T-E-V-E-N, S-P-O-H-N. Uh, and every night he asks a question. Tonight, nightly question. If you had the power to make one Halloween candy go away and never return, which would bite the dust? Candy corn. Candy corn. Is there any? That's So that's why I was hoping there would be more people in chat which I, I don't know how many people are left in chat because our chat is a very opinionated chat. Like they will, they will, they will argue their point. Good and plenty. Ooh, is that, that's good. And, hold on. Schwat is the question. All right. How do I ban 36 Ninja says he likes candy corn ban. The, where, where did you fall on the, I, in America, in America, you guys called them smarties. We call them rockets in Canada. They're, it's it's the tube that just has like the segmented uh, sugar discs. Segmented sugar discs. Smarties. Yeah, yeah. Where where do you fall on the Smartie line? They're fine. 
So yeah. the, okay, but okay, so everybody in chat has already brought this up. I feel like, and this is what I was going to say. So he says, that if you had the part to make one Halloween candy go away, which one would it be? So, uh, candy corn's only Halloween. Schwat says good and plenty, but nobody hands out. So that's what uh, Javin says. No one hands out candy corn. Candy corn, no one hands out. Is but it, I associate it with Halloween because people put it out during Halloween. Or to be in like I've gotten in like in like little sacks of it. Like I've I've gotten little sacks of candy corn. I don't know that I've ever gotten candy corn, but I know that I don't like it. Mm, okay. Uh, Vitam Anderson just at one point said no. I don't know what he's saying no to. Good and Plenty, I don't feel like is a Halloween candy either. Unless they have like a dumb little box. Good and Plenty is the bullshit that tastes like garbage black licorice, right? Which is the worst flavor in the world. I don't even remember what Good and Plenty tastes like at all. Uh, Vitamin Anderson says Sugar Daddy or Bit of Honey. I love Bit of Honey. It's one of my favorite candies. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Schwartz says he's gotten Good and Plenty in little boxes on Halloween. Javin says Wade is correct. Candy corn just shows up in the bag. <laughs> this is what Rolo says. Uh, Schwatt says if that's what you're about to spend. Oh, God. Good and plenty is just worse candy corn. Just those stupid fucking little... Di- those little no, uh, good, fucking... and, good and plenty is terrible. Oh, my God. Terrible. Yeah, get, get it out of here. It's, oh, no, 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 no. I will... Vitamin okay. says candy corn and peanuts is the best combo on earth. That's just, I don't even think he believes that. You know, you know what, you know what, Vitamin Anderson? That's the, uh, that's the dad in Whiplash. Like, he's just chucking these dumb candies on top of his popcorn trying to impress his son in a movie. Ye- Remember that? No. <laughs> uh, I think. I will put, I will put co- candy corn slightly above Good and Plenty. Good and Plenty is now my, now my tier zero. I would, yeah, I would rather eat candy corn than Good and Plenty. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I literally think Vitamin is just being hyperbolic. I don't. I think even he would think that like peanut butter and jelly is a better combo than candy corn and peanuts. I'm not. You said the best combo on earth. I'm not saying you don't like it. I'm just saying I don't even think you believe it's the best combo on earth. Uh, Schwat says I would ditch plain Tootsie Rolls before candy corn. Not me. I actually enjoy a Tootsie Roll. Yeah, I, I would. I, I'm the same. I will eat a, a tootsie roll all day. Javin says false. I've been given good and plenty a thousand times more than candy corn for Halloween. Uh, and then Thirty Six Ninja says all candy can be Halloween candy. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Ninja. Schwa did bring up like you know when you would get like the like the hard piece of pink bubble gum. Yeah, that's like stale bubble gum. That'll be like a wrapper. Those those do suck as well. I I I, I will I'll still put that above. Yeah, but out. like that's just it's just a nothing thing. It's not like yeah. If I'm it, desperate, it I'll eat one of those pieces of gum. But like I'm throwing good and plenty and candy corn right in the garbage. Like it's not crossing my teeth. It's not crossing my lips. I think the thing that gets me with with candy corn every time is that I'll eat a couple and be like, I don't want this. I think I think maybe I hope it's better than it is every time. Then what? Sorry, say that again. I was reading chat. Uh, candy corn. Like I'll eat a couple and be like, oh, oh wait, those. This is that weird chalky gar- garbage. It's garbage. It doesn't taste like, good. 
I'll, I'll, I'll eat a couple every time and be like, no, this is still just as bad as I remember it being. Get it out of here. Rolla says he likes good and plenty, so I, we're just not doing Rob's random topic anymore. Wait, like, I forget. What did, that means. Did, did About 36 Ninjas say you like good and plenty? Because I feel like those were the two black licorice guys. I, I like that Biden Manderson says, well, of course I was being hyperbolic. I know, bro. Uh, <laughs> Javin says, of, co- of fucking course you do, Rob. Oh, yeah, what? Like, what is that 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 weird, like, orange and black taffy? It, it literally tastes like peanut butter. That sounds great to me. It is. No, no, it's great. I forget what that is, though, but that's, that's like the weird, like, only Halloween stuff that you literally can only ever get on Halloween. What was the candy that somebody brought to movie night? Was it? Did Schwat bring? Good oh, that, that Aussie black. I just threw that out. I'm yeah. like, you guys are never coming back. One of them made. <laughs> one of them made me gag. It was so bad. No, it was like I was looking in my little cupboard thing. I'm like it was hiding in the back still, for whatever reason. I'm like, no, this Ugh. is going to trash. My body responds to black licorice like it's poison. Like it, it won't let me swallow it. And it's, it's the same. With, terrible. I think when we had because we were debating that one time at movie night. Mm-hmm. And it was the same thing with good and plenty. I couldn't swallow. Like I had to spit it out. My body's just like, Mm-mm, nope. It's so nasty. Okay, so yeah, Schwartz says we did a bunch of black licorice, including good and plenty. I can't handle them. Um, <laughs> Rolo says throw good and plenty into my mouth. Um. Hmm, 36 Ninja says, I do like black licorice, but I do not like good and plenty. Um, and Rolo says, I won't eat those other varieties of Tootsie Rolls. Those would get trashed or my dad would eat them. Vita <laughs> Manderson's still on candy corn. I like how chewy candy corn is. I like me a chewy candy. How do you not like bit of honey? Bit of honey's chewy as fuck. I feel like a dog with peanut butter when I eat bit of honey. I love bit of honey, man. It's like, because you know how I don't really have a sweet tooth? Mm-hmm. Bit of honey is like the perfect level of sweetness. It's not very sweet, and it's chewy. I, lo- I love bit of honey. It's one of my favorite candies, honestly. You know what I had today that was fucking nasty? It was an orange Kit Kat. It was gross. I didn't finish it. I took a bite of it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Webcam. There we go. I did not uh, like it. I remember, like, when my dad would go on trips, the or uh, similar to like a Toblerone thing, where it's like Toblerone was like the airport candy bar. There was the there was the box that had the orange in it, the, like like the like the chocolate orange that's shaped like an orange, and you in in like the it was like orange segments. Fuck yeah! It was like a weird, like a weird like young kid memory I had, <laughs> like getting like a like an orange chocolate. Two for me, the two fanciest candies you could get as a kid. Was oh. no, the or the orange that you had okay. to like you had to slam on the table to break yeah, open. It would break, yep. and it was literally orange slices that was like chocolate orange flavor that oh, blew my mind. No. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know that one, but the other one was oh, those. Okay. What is that? The hazelnut thing with the hazelnut in the middle. Yeah, they're like little balls. Yeah, and they're kind of spiky. Yeah, they and hazel- they have peanuts in them, and then you bite oh, into them, I- and they have hazelnut in them. When I got the, I would get those every Christmas in my stocking. And you know how you only get three of them in a package? I would get two package, and I had six of them, and I would just dole them out slowly. And I would savor them too. I would eat them. I can 
vividly remember I, I figured out how to eat them in three bites because I would bite it in half and then I'd bite the half in half. I, mm-hmm. Those things as a kid, like now as an adult, I'm like, whatever. They're still good, but as a kid, they were like, because <laughs> yeah. as a kid, you couldn't just go out and buy your own fucking shit. No. So it was only like once a year during Christmas, I would get those two kinds of candy and they were so good. I remember like wandering to like Walgreens, like you end up just buying like the bigger candy because it's like you're you're a, like a poor kid and you just want like a huge soda and like whatever like the biggest candy bars you can find the candy bar. Yeah. So like you would like they would have like the pack of three Frere Rocher, but it's like no, why, why am I paying that much? Correct. When I can get like this huge Snickers, I'll just wait till Christmas. My parents yeah. can pay that much money. I can get this king size Snickers for fifty six cents. My uh, thirty six hundred says chocolate oranges are gross. He's wrong. He's, I don't. He's he's wrong about all tastes. Yeah, I don't. Like, got, seen, like we know so much about what he likes to eat, and he's, he's wrong. He's allergic to beans. He drinks yep. way too much milk. Yep. He likes black licorice. No, get him out of here. <laughs> Big J says thirty six hundred. You like black licorice, so your vote doesn't count. So uh, let's see who likes black licorice. Rolo and thirty six. Was there anybody else who liked black licorice? There may have been somebody else. It's fucking awful. It's so gross. Uh, I remember like... Uh... Wait. <laughs> Rolo's just hoping for somebody else. Ha! No. Just goes, no. Like when I was uh, a barista It at, might have been Jeff. At Borders. Uh, I would do this thing where I would put two Linder balls, which I fucking love. I... I Oh yeah, I, 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 I stand Linder balls forever. Um, I would put like two or three Linder balls into a cup, and I would just pour like espresso just directly on top of Linder balls, and just <laughs> just drink that. That's how you've told me that <laughs> it before. Would, it, would, it would just it melt sounds the amazing. Ball. Um. So here's a question I have for everybody because this is one of my fondest memories growing up, actually. So my grandma is like depression era grandma. I think my grandma's she's 94. She's going to be 95 in the spring. Dad or mom? Dad side. Dad, okay. Everybody I'm dude like knock on wood I get my dad's genetics cuz those people live to be like 90 or 100. I mean they that that's they, like, they pass away between 90 and 100. And think I played pinochle with her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you you probably also played pinochle with grandma and grandpa Heiner. People, I don't know. Everybody plays pinochle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, anyways, yeah. Those, so my grandma has like has had a double mastectomy. Has had her nose basically like cut off and reattached because of like cancer. But mm-hmm. still kicking strong. And one thing I always note this about my grandma. She's 94. I remember she was 91 and it was Christmas. And my brother in law made these spicy pickles. And they were like spicy, spicy, like habanero, like spicy pickles. They were so good. And my 91 year old grandma was eating these spicy pickles, washing it down with scotch. And I just remember looking, and my, my grandma has shrunk. She's like, Four one now. She's so short, but I remember I looked at her and I was like, "Man, Grandma, I hope I get your genetics, because you're 91. Dr- like she drank scotch all day, and was eating spicy food. Big Thanksgiving meal. I mean, just 
total champ. She couldn't, like, my aunt has to drive her because she can't drive past 5 p.m. because it's too dark or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I going with this, Dan? I don't know. Cause that's, that's, what did I do with candy? No, what were we talking <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I totally lost the thread. Uh oh yes okay so one of the people in Stephen Spawn's replies said this so like I was saying my grandma depression era grandma one of the gifts we would get every year for Christmas was a brown paper bag like rolled up with twelve popcorn balls in it and I loved those shits but somebody said Halloween candy they would get rid of as popcorn ball first off. I've never gotten a popcorn ball for Halloween. But Mm-mm. second, I love them. Is I loved getting those as a kid. I would have these popcorn balls that I would eat for like a week after. No? You, have you ever even had a candied popcorn ball? Yeah. You just, they don't do anything for you? Says, no, I don't no. know. See that I fe- I figured I'd be on the minority side of it because <clears throat> I think a part of it is just like fondness of my grandma and fondness of. So Vitamin Anderson says they are great. Vitamin Anderson very well could have eaten some of my grandma's popcorn balls because I probably shared them with him and Donnie growing up. Like that, I just loved them, and I don't get them anymore as an adult. But they were so good. You know what? I should tell my grandma I want them this year. She'd make them for me. My grandma would also make pole taffy, which pole taffy is really good. Uh, and I've like, talked. I've, ta- I've, I've talked on this podcast before. My grandma would make sloppy eggs, which is one of my favorite meals in the world. Je- Jevin makes a good point. Like you would not take that from a stranger. That that was like no. a thing of that was a thing of us, like the pe- kids our age, because uh, it was it was all over the news, and it was like the thing. Yeah, the like razor blade and the apples. razor blades and apples, the this and that. So anything that was loose, almost like your parents were just getting being like, get that the fuck out of here, like. It, like if it was not like a packaged candy, like I'm assuming, like like I feel like your parents are just chucking it. Like nope, not <laughs> happening. Why did Javin say the Lincraft look at one point? Cause it's the Lincraft look. The, the Lincraft, Lincraft look. Thirty six inches says I would get them. He's referring to popcorn balls back in the day during trick or treating before people were afraid of razor blades and candy. Um. I never got one. The two weirdest, we had this this kind of depressing woman who lived in our neighborhood. Her name was Shirley. She was actually our next door neighbor. Did she give you eggshells? No. One year she gave us loose peanuts, a handful to each of us. So not even like, nope. not even in their shells, like shelled peanuts, like salted peanuts. She just she gave just us. opened the jar of planters. She just like, each right. gave us a handful. And then one year she gave us all a handful of pennies. Which we then in turn just threw at her house. What? That backfired. Yeah. Um, I've t- I'm pretty sure I've told the story of her before, where she was uh, cutting she, any flowers that would grow through the fence onto her side of the fence. She was out there cutting mm-hmm. them off with the scissors. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've mm-hmm. told that story before. Um, Javin says Dan was talking about Linder balls, and I wanted to hear you both say the Lindcraft look. Mission accomplished. The Lindcraft look. It's not Salvation Army. Um, there was it was UNICEF. Did you ever do the UNICEF where you, as you were going around, 
trick-or-treating, you would bring a little box um, that people could put pennies in for UNICEF. Or is that a Canada thing? I've never heard of that in my entire life. Okay, so so I, I as so we as kids when we would trick or treat, we would also go around with like a little like a little thing because you're Canadian to collect, to collect change for uh, for UNICEF as well. That makes sense. because we care. Okay, good. Okay, thank shut God. up, Big J. <laughs> I was just about to say that's because you're Canadian and you're nicer than us. <clears throat> I know I've heard of UNICEF. I just didn't. I never did that. You know I what UNICEF would, is, right? <laughs> no, I have a general idea. Uh, Donnie and I had memorized which which houses in our neighborhood handed out the king size candy bars because mm-hmm. you had to hit those up, and you would get like king size Butterfingers and shit. Mm-hmm. That was the best. Being a kid was great. Yeah. Um. So probably are, are you are you doing anything for Halloween? Yeah, I was just gonna Anyone? I was just gonna I was just gonna touch on that and then I was like, ah, do I want to? It's late. I'm three beers in and I'd I'd struggle with uh with tone in in the chat. Uh or in texts or in emails <laughs> or in team messages. I will I will apply a, a negative tone if I'm anxious about anything. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we're having so big J and his wife, Amber's sister, uh, they're going to come over. Uh, another kind of friend of the family is going to come over, and then my sister is going to come over, and all their kids. And that's the group that we're, like, homeschooling. We all took our, our mm-hmm. kids out of school or out of, out of daycare, and we're kind of homeschooling them all together. Uh, they're all going to come over, and we're going to have, like, a Halloween party. And I'm excited because Bridget is going to bring me a new starter dough because my starter, I don't know what's wrong with it. I've been trying for over a month to fix it and I can't get it. Um, but they're all going to come over and we're going to do kind of like a little Halloween party. And it's actually something that my son came up with, which is it's like Easter, but on Halloween, we're going to hide candy and the kids get to go around and find it is the idea. And they're all they're all gonna wear their costumes, but then we are we are gonna take the kids around and trick or treat. I don't know if the, I don't know if the group's gonna do it, but we're, you know, my whole thought on it was, none of us are in the high risk category. This it's and Amber and I were confused on it because the CDC is saying you shouldn't go trick or treating, but also the CDC guidelines are, and I think the WHO guidelines are, fifteen minutes of exposure over a 24 hour period indoor. And so me and Amber are like, well, we have little kids. So we're going to, I mean, if we go to 12 houses, it's going to seem like a lot to Nemo. And you know, we know enough neighbors in our neighborhood to like hit up 12 houses. I'm going to grab the candy. We're all going to be masked. I'm, I'm willing to bet our neighbors will be masked. And it's outside, and it's for like 15 seconds. So it just seemed like based on CDC and WHO guidelines, it just seemed really low risk to go to, you know, 10 or 12 houses to just, I mean, this is like, this is probably the first Halloween that Nemo's going to remember. And so I was like, I want him to get a Halloween. And I'm not that worried about it. Mm -hmm. But that's where I said, like, 
do I want to bring this up on the on on the podcast because I like if people start giving me a bunch of sh- a shit in chat, I might not read the tone of it well, and that might not end well. Um, Javin says we are setting out individually bag candy things people can safely grab without human contact. Also, I'm getting married. Rolo says same. Who are you getting married to? You're already married, dude. Uh, no, not same on the second thing. <laughs> it's just a bunch of assholes. Um, Big J says, Amanda, and I agree with you. Um, and we're on – so it was interesting because we're on the neighborhood app. Uh, and my sister said that in her neighborhood, everybody on the app is like, no, we're not trick-or-treating. CDC says don't do it, so we're not doing it. But people in our neighborhood are like, yeah, we're going to have our house open. We're going to trick-or-treat. Amber and I aren't going to hand out candy. Uh, one, because our kids go to bed at 7. Uh, but just two, like, why why get exposed to more people than you need to? That's not really the right way to phrase that. But we're just going to take our kids around. Do, you know, if we hit the houses in our little call to slack and then the kind of the, the a few... Did I say call the slack? Yeah. The call the sack. And then a few of the houses in our neighborhood that we know will hit 10 or 12 houses. And then we can just oh, go yeah. home. The other thing I'm going to do is Nemo doesn't get to eat any of the candy from that night. Like I said, he doesn't get to reach in and take the candy. I'm going to do it. He doesn't get to eat the candy that night. But we we ordered a bag of candy and he just gets to eat some of that candy. And then we'll leave that candy for like four days and then he can have it. Like that'll be... That's the thing. Like he he's young enough that... Uh, even even seeing one one or two houses is enough, right? Like he he, he won't remember the entire night. He'll 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 have a vague recollection of the experience. So right. if like, he gets you know, if he yeah. gets to go over to Steve and Karen's house and they get to make a big deal about his Batman costume, and then he gets to go to like David and you know like. Like just several of the families that he mildly knows and they make a big deal about his costume, he'll remember that. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's relatively low risk. I'm just yeah, not like you're, you're 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 gonna walk up each house, give him a Halloween kiss, and then leave. We're gonna breathe into each other's faces. Exactly. Let's see, Vitamin says says we, he and his wife, uh prepackaged candy in sealed bags, and she's going to set them up on the table. I will take TJ. Uh, this sentence is structured weird. I will take TJ and out. A lot of folks in the neighborhood are setting things outside for kids to take. You okay. switched the and the out. I know. Uh, Big J says, we might be interested in joining you for trick-or-treating. Uh, we're just going to leave candy out. And yeah, Big J, you're welcome to. My sister talked about going with us because she's also not super worried about trick-or-treating. But like I said, in her neighborhood, they were all like, no, we're not doing it. We're Whatever the CDC says, we're doing. Which, I mean, me and Amber are much more liberally minded, but it, do, it just doesn't make sense to us that they're saying 15 minutes over a 24-hour period of indoor contact. But then they're also saying, don't trick-or-treat. It just doesn't. I, I, I think they, they, I'm, I'm not going to fault anybody for not doing it, though. No, I'm not going to fault anybody for not doing it. 
And like and like and that's fine. Like like if they if they don't want to, that that's okay. Like, um, but it's you know it it that's that's kind of like the weird that's like the weird thing about it all, you know. I yeah I don't know man. I just I mean it's my kids. I'm not like I'm not gonna willingly put my kids into danger, but I just don't I don't think it's there. No no and and, for and ten and seconds and that, at the door. Okay. And that's okay, but it's it's like I it's it's I more it's, get that, that, that's the thing. Like you're you're like so long as you don't so long, so long as you understand that like there's nothing wrong with those other people not taking their kids out, dude. You like like they're, they're like they're not worse parents than you. Well, like yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I don't give no, a f- no. I don't give a fuck what people do. No, exactly. I mean. People not taking their kids out, it doesn't it doesn't affect me at all. We're not I mean, we're not going to the length that uh hey camera. We're not going to the length that Javin and Katie or 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 Vita and Ann. We're not going to the length that they are. We're not handing out candy, period. Although Amber I don't know, Amber might have plans to do what Big J Big, candy there on, 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 on Big Sunday. J and Amanda are doing, which is leave out a bowl of candy. We might be doing that. But I mean, we're not packaging candy and, and, and things like that. I mean, I'm not judging anybody. All I'm saying is that I just don't. I think if my kids were older, I would be more anxious about the. Po- I mean, I don't know. What do you think is a good estimate? Do you think on a Halloween night at 10 years old, you could hit 50, 60 houses? Oh, hell do you think yeah. you could hit 100 houses? I'm trying I'm to think trying in to think my head. Of, I'm trying to think of like the, like the furthest I went with my friends. We went far. And it, it seemed like it went on for a very long time. We, I mean, we would start, we would watch and see the little kids were out. And so then it's, like you got bored where like the only reason you turn around is like, I don't want candy anymore. Or you just didn't, you're <laughs> like, dude, we're going to have a fucking hike back and we can't go to all these houses a second time. Yeah. 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 I like the way Javin form that sentence we're doing that so kids your age so 35 year old kids and slightly older can have fun that night no i get it i think amber i mean i think amber has plans to leave candy out but i don't know that for sure because trick-or-treating rules it does and that's ultimately i mean listen if cases i mean cases are rising in our state but if cases were really exploding like if it was really bad i probably would say no but amber and i talked about it and was just like you get a handful of halloweens you don't get very much and what nemo will remember more than anything what nemo will remember more than the candy is people making a big deal about him being batman yeah and so if we go if we go to the halls Jesus Christ, I can't ever say the sentence right. If we go to the houses in our cul-de-sac, if we go to some of the people across the street, you know, like some of these houses where he knows the people who are making a big deal, he'll remember when he, you know, when he was Batman. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's all we're going for. And I think Big J, I think Amber said she might keep Aurora home. But my all I was saying is my sister said her neighborhood, everybody was like, we're not doing it. We're following the CDC guidelines exactly. And so my sister was like, it's kind of a bummer because like nobody's going to have their house open trick-or-treating. 
And so, you know, like you said, I'm not judging anybody, but I can also think it's kind of a bummer that nobody's doing it. Yeah. So all like, I was, and like, all I was saying like, is that I was just kind of saying to Big J, like my sister and her kid uh, might also be there to go trick or treating with us, which is and, fine. And who knows? Like, like there might be houses in your your sister's neighborhood uh, that are that are that are doing it like similar to 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 uh, divided Manners' neighborhood, where it's like the kids don't go to the door, but there's candy there for them, and people might be at the like at the like at their on their porch, I'm being like. Hey, how you do? like it? Like, there still may be that sort of like interaction with the child, which you know, it's like, oh my god, look at that dinosaur, you know, like that, like that sort of stuff, which is yeah. what they really want. Like, the candy is like a, you know, it's is second part to the at like, just being a, being acknowledged as a cool looking mask dude, right? At Nemo's age or at at Vitamin Anderson's kid's age, the cool part is being acknowledged for your costume. Yes. But when you're like ten years old, it's more it's the candy. The candy. Yeah, it's 100% the candy at 10 years old. Uh, Javin at one point said they kind of are, but I don't know what that was in reference to. And he said, I think your f- plan is fine, by the way. So, yeah, we're, I mean, I think if my kids were older and they were going to hit 50, 100 houses, I might be a little more anxious about it. Because, it, I mean, over time, it is just more exposure. Oh, and, and you're sending them out alone. Like you really don't know, like because then you you can't be one hundred percent sure what they're doing or like who they're coming in contact with. So that that's that I, I that's more sketchy to me. But I like would you're worry. out with you're out with your kids and did, you know where they're going. Did you growing up? I I guess I'm not super worried about that. Did you growing up ever have one weird experience on Halloween? Because I literally never did. No, no, but but I'm just saying, like you don't know like who they're shaking, like 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 when you're not there. You don't exactly know the sort of exposure your child is having outside. Yeah. Okay. I get what you're saying. I mean, if yeah. they were ten years old, I might just follow them at that point and be like, "Deal with it." Yeah, like a, like a fourteen year old. I think like, Donnie and I. Last I think, Halloween. I think the last year we went, we were probably twelve. It might. That's, that sounds about right. Might have like gone up thirteen, 12. but I think yeah. twelve is where we were like, mm, "You don't have to go anymore." Yeah, it, it, it was more like efficiency at that point, where it's like I want to get to as many houses as possible to get yeah. as much candy as possible. Amber, Amber gets so salty about the like fifteen-year-old kids that don't even have a costume; they just come to your door, and I'm like, Amber, who cares? They're fifteen. Well, they shouldn't be out. Tri-. It's like, dude, you gotta relax. Who they're cares? gonna egg your house? They're some candy. Well, no, it's like they're kids. They're still kid. Like, if there's one thing that working in a high school has taught me, it's like. 18-year-olds are 100% still kids. Mm-hmm. Even, like, it's not... Turning 18 isn't magic. Like, you are still a child. Even though technically, legally, you're an adult. It's just like watching them. It's like, oh, no, you're still very much a child. Mm-hmm. At least dress up, you little shit, so Big yeah, J's, exactly. Big J's not a fan so of I don't care. Come get candy. I don't give a fuck. Oh, At nice least- plan. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm Eddie Vedder. Okay, cool. You have all my candy. Uh, that's awesome, Big J. He says, my last year was 17 years old. I dressed up as the Sandman, which is a fucking <laughs> fantastic comic that I think Big J is rereading right now. If you've never read it, go read it. It's got one of my favorite lines ever from any written thing ever in the history of ever. And that line is, you get what everybody else gets. You get a lifetime. Which is also, oh. which is also referenced... In an AFI song, 
which AFI is one of my favorite bands ever. It's uh, Neil Gaiman, AFI. Neil Gaiman introduced me to Gene Wolfe, which isn't exactly true because my friend Christian introduced me to Gene Wolfe. It's all, oh, it's just beautiful. So, so Rolo, you say um, you had a hard time letting go of Trick or Treating. You loved it. Was it, was it just the candy part at the end though? Was it just like going around and just getting a shit ton of candy that night with your friends? Like, is, is that, is that the thing that was like the, uh, that you're kind of holding on to at the end? Cause it, like, that's all I can, like, I remember like kind of enjoying like the costume part, like, but it was more just getting candy and like hanging out. I never really, I mean, so you know me. We've known each other for like 16 years. Mm-hmm. My th- my my thing is and always has been, I love hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. So Halloween was just another excuse to hang out with my friends. Because you also, I mean, going along the same lines of you know me, I don't have a very big sweet tooth. I like donuts. But like candy, I can kind of take it or leave it. It doesn't, it doesn't do a whole hell of a lot for me. I'd rather eat like two hand pies and not have any candy. Um, Good tomorrow. So letting go of Halloween was not a thing for me because I still, I still got to, it was just like a reason to go hang out with my friends. I didn't care about costumes. I didn't really care about the candy. And to be honest, my parents would eat more of the candy than I would. It didn't like, I didn't eat a lot of the candy, mm-hmm. but I loved hanging out with my buds. Uh, I, I, I hoarded the candy. Like it was in my like it was my candy. It was in a pile somewhere. So uh, that only I could eat. Big J says, just finished the first seven. He's talking about Sandman. Uh Rolo says, Nom. He must mean no. I enjoy the atmosphere of the night a ton. I love dressing up. Yeah. And then Big J says, I hated not going when I was eighteen. The whole thing was solo fun. By the time I was 17 or 18, I didn't binge candy anymore. I wonder if it just means so fun. Uh, Rolo says, right, I could buy candy. Okay, so kind of agreeing with Big J. Uh, Big J says, I just liked a reason to hang out, roll my neighborhood, dress up, and act a fool. Uh, and Rolo says, and I wasn't drinking or partying or anything. So Big J says, same Rolo, I stopped drinking at 17, so it wasn't about the candy or partying. Not, not Man. Sam. Well, like, actually, as, 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 no. I stopped doing anything at eighteen for a while. My wife always points that to, points that out to me. She was like, "If you were like still drinking and using drugs, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have liked you." Like it's it's weird. Like that's the weird thing about like me and my like my like my high school group of friends. Like it, like you you come from a very different like background in that regard of like the people that were that you were hanging out with, with like the drugs and alcohol part where it's like, that's, that's it's like, no, we, we just hung out and played video games when I was like, that's what I did school. with, that's what I did with Matt and Donnie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that's I why mean, I was telling Matt this, I was a few beers in telling Matt this at, at Javins, uh, bonfire, however long ago mm-hmm. that was a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. 
I was just saying to Matt, like, I get it if you and Donnie, because Matt and Donnie are literally cousins. Like, they're literally family. And I was like, I get it if you guys don't feel the same about me. But for me, like, you guys are my family because you guys were the ones that I didn't I didn't have to be. I mean, that, for me, it was such a unique thing to have people in my life. I didn't have to be something else. I just got to, like, I got to fully and comfortably be myself. And I know I've I've know I've told Matt and Donnie that as I've as I've gotten older, and I'm I I'm almost certain they like get the importance of that. But it was so important to me that like I got to fully be me without worry of like losing that friendship. So I never had to be I never had to be inebriated in any way. And it was such a special thing to me. Like that was my friendship with those two, and it, it's like a kind of a savior friendship because. I like just hanging out with them. One of my, one of my most fond and greatest memories of my entire life is I literally watched Matt play paper Mario RPG for an entire day while I read for like the sixth time in my life, uh, the fellowship of the rings. Hmm. Uh, Like I'll never forget that day as long as I live, but it like, that's what I'm saying. Cause we were like 17 at that point and I was, we were just hanging out. That was a, so I did have that, but it was only with those two. Like that's yeah. why I, for me, there's, they're the, they're, they're like family. They're like my brothers. They're just this, this connection that even if I wanted to get rid of, I don't feel like I could. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That's what I was yeah. saying to Matt. I was like, it might not feel the same to you guys. Cause you actually have brothers and, and close cousins, but I don't have any of that stuff. So that's what you guys are to me. No, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, I think about that sometimes. You know, like we we talk weaker on here all the time. Where like I have like my, like my like my high school buddies. Where it's like we we it's it's never been like it's been that for us for twenty like twenty years now. Like we we like we've just been that like together. Like like no like no, like no one's ever. No one's ever felt they had to be anything different than what they were. Right. Like it's it's yeah. Like like we've we've just always just been each other. It's such and, a and it's yeah. It's 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 you know which which it's it's incredibly like like freeing and like it just it just makes it easier when you don't have to like try and be something else. It's such a comfortable thing. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Um. Yeah. I would say that at first I didn't even have that with Amber. You know, it took me a while to even have that with Amber, which mm-hmm. makes sense because I, you know, I'm trying to impress a girl. Uh, and I would say it's the same thing with you. And I don't think it was probably the same with, with Javin or Wallabeef at first. I think I struggled with that more. Um, but now it's not that way. Especially, mm-hmm. especially since working with Javin when Javin has seen me maybe at my worst when I'm like all patience is gone and I'm just (laughs) losing it. And Javin doesn't just turn away. Like it just, it does mean a lot to me when like, when I lose my patience or I act like a total psycho and people don't lose their patience with me or like totally write me off. And Mm -hmm. so like once I can kind of be like that with somebody and they're just like, Hey, you're kind of being crazy. But then the next day they're just cool with me. It makes me a lot more comfortable, which is one thing that Amber and I, I think will kind of a rough point in our relationship sometimes is like 
the way I would grow up is like my mom might get pissed and you might, you might not at first, but eventually say like, Hey, sorry, I fucked up or whatever. Like my mom would just instantly let go of things. Do you know what I mean? And I like, so I'm like that where I'll get pissed and then I'll say I'm pissed. And then people will be like, like one of the things that I lo- that Javin says all the time is he goes, calm down. Uh, and I'll be like, Oh, okay. Javin didn't mean it like that or whatever. Like I get, I get my venting out or I get my feelings out. And then if I'm the people that I connect with the best are people who I might, I might be upset or I might kind of be like over the line or an asshole. But then so long as I kind of say like, Hey, sorry if I was Dick and we just move on from it, it's, it's really easy. And I think sometimes Amber and I will kind of have a little bit of conflict there. Cause it's harder for her like last night, I'm not going to go into the specific thing, but Amber said something that kind of bugged me. And I was like, what the fuck? Why would you even say that? And she was like, I was just making a joke. And I was like, oh, okay. And then like in my mind, it's like, oh, she, I mis- I misinterpreted it. My bad. She was just making a joke. And like, poof, it's out of my head. But like Amber will wake up with that shit the next day. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it sticks with her. She can't just like she can't just let it go mm-hmm. um but those are i think uh, the majority of my friends i don't big j at one point just said eh and i wonder if he is being sarcastic or if he was saying it in response to something else because uh rollo said i had that with matt as well uh he's talking about vitamin anderson we never needed anything to have a ton of fun matt you are a good man and then vitamin anderson says i see the common denominator here matt is a good man I've talked about it many times on this podcast. Um, Big J, I'm pretty sure I've said this, and I know I've said it to Big J, but from day one, I I don't know if he remembers it. I'm pretty sure he does, but I remember the first day I met Big J, and it was just like, oh, I can get, I'd like, you don't think about it in these terms. It was the 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 underlying feeling is like I can get along with this guy, and I've never I've never. It's the same thing with like what I was saying with Matt and Donnie or you. I've never had the feeling like I have to impress Big J. I have to, we're at a basketball course in Stillwater. He's right. Yep. I've never had a feeling like I had to watch what I said. It was Amber's graduation party. Uh, Because, you know, like I talk a lot and with my ADHD, like shit will just fly out of my mouth and I struggle to catch it sometimes. And I've never felt anxious being around Big J. Like I've always just felt like I can just be myself. It's the same thing with him. It's And I know that he and I have talked about that before because we're like Big J and I are married to sisters. And it's like, man, they could have married anybody, but at least they married somebody that I'm comfortable with. Like I've just never had to – I've never had to worry with him. It's just a nice thing. It's the same with you or with Matt or Donnie, like to just not have to worry, to just be comfortable. Yeah. 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 Like I, I, I've definitely felt like the, you know, the same way to a lesser extent with big J and like, I've, I've never, I've never felt like I've had to put on airs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put on airs. I don't know if that's the right, the, the exact right way to put it for me, but it's like, I don't have to be worried about saying something and it being taken out of context. Like Big J and you or these people I'm talking about, they take me as the person that I present over a period of time. 
they don't take me as like, or, or if we take it out of context we're doing it to get you riled up to <laughs> sure or if you take me out of context you're fine with me being blunt about saying like wait what and yeah. and, and getting all worked up about it um but yeah big jay's right we were at a it was amber's graduation party when we were at a park in stillwater you were in my pool like the next day or something like because I, I feel like you went to like my pool after that it might have been the same day i don't know if big j was there though i, th- I, I remember it, that I think it was, no no because he, was, he wasn't there i, I jumped amber was there amber's brother was there and i jumped in your I, I didn't pool. like him. i didn't like him at all i jumped in your pool with my wallet i remember that uh yeah so yeah i think yeah amber manda and her brother uh oh christ same that nate drew his name drew <laughs> He's a, he's a total neat. Just, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, like, I, I, you know, like I've been, you know, like I've been, I've been lucky. Like, like I have like a couple groups of like, you know, eight, 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 eight-ish people that are like that, like that exact same sort of thing. Where it's I don't need to be something else, and like they're like they're not trying to be anything else. It's just it's just the same. It's just the same. It's it's just you know. And that I think it's interesting that that means different things for you and I. Whereas like you can be, whereas I'm more abrasive. Mm Hmm. You're not that way, but each of us can be comfortable in our own skin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if other people do, but I, I believe you do. Which is no, all that matters. I, it's just that it's like you can just be comfortable at doing the things that come naturally to you. Mm-hmm. It's a nice thing. Yeah, like, like, was it like, I, like I texted one of the guys yesterday. I'm like, hey, do you want to play that new oculus shooter game real quick sure so it's like played that for like an hour and a half last night nice one of your uh, high school buddies is that what yeah. you said okay uh yeah big j says oh go ahead sorry oh no it's, it's just it's just such a you know it's just it, like it, it's i've never I've never had to like work. I don't know. It's 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 weird. Like I've never had the hard. I've never had the hard way of it. Like you, where it's like I've never like I've I've always been like lucky to have uh like 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 a like a group like a group of friends that is like you know that's never like I, I've never felt they were they've needed anything else from me. Like I, I've never felt like I had to be somebody different than I am. And so I, that, that's all. That's always. That's all, I'm sure that's very helpful to your mental health growing up, to like not have to try and like think you have to be something different. I to... think. I think I've been pretty lucky in that regard too. When I look at the when I look at the the overall population of the world, I think up until fifth grade, which I met Donnie the summer before sixth grade. Up until then, I struggled with friendships and kids and then especially like once fifth grade happened 
and there was like cool kids and not cool kids and i was one of the not cool kids mm-hmm. uh and my best friend fourth grade was like a cool kid fifth grade and wanted nothing to do with me and it was like what the fuck is going on and then i met donnie and subsequently met matt where i just didn't have to do any of that stuff so i th- mm-hmm. i th- i think by and large i've been lucky to have that too um you, you you've always had that that nature of like you were you've always like you you've you've recognized in yourself and you've like you've grown past it but there was the stuff like especially with like amber early on where like you you, you kept looking for this thing you thought you needed beyond what you had and like like maybe that kind of led you in like a different direction sometimes I don't know if I totally follow what you're saying, but I, I think there was a law. I think it would be up till about 24. Mm-hmm. I was searching for something outside of myself to make me feel whole. Yeah. When you like, you like you had, it, you had it there all along. Like, like the stuff you needed was there. You just didn't want to like, you just didn't see it. Yeah. It was, yeah. it's, it's one of the weirdest feelings I've ever had in my life of just like realizing yeah. like, Oh, and it sounds it sounds so dumb and cliche, but it really was that way for me. Just realizing, like, oh, like I am, I'm fine the way I am. I am, mm-hmm. I'm whole and I'm complete. And also, a part of it for me was realizing, like, even with you or like with Amber, who like you and Amber, I held in such high esteem of like perfection. Realizing, like, oh, they're not perfect. Like they, they for the rest of their life have to work on like. Maybe Dan has to work on being more outgoing or maybe Amber has to work on being more assertive. Like you talked about that last year when you went to Germany, like this is something I need to work on. This is something I need to be, do more of like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Everybody's got their shit. I don't, it was, it's, I, I almost hate to say it because it sounds so cliche, but it was just like this, this moment of realization for me, like, okay, well like, these are my shortcomings and I can work on them. And thankfully I I've somehow cultivated people in my life who are patient enough to allow me to work on those. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was almost like a, like a, like a, like a light switch just kind of went off. And- no, it literally was. That's the weirdest part about it. I'm glad you said that because that's how it felt to live it. It was just like one day it was different mm-hmm. for me. And I mean, a lot of it was around like having a fallout with, a lot of my family and all of that. But it was just like, it was like a week after that fallout, it took like a week for the switch to be flipped. But that once it was switched, it was just like, Oh, I was like Aladdin. There was a whole new world. <laughs> all right. I got to pee. I got to pee and my daughter hasn't been sleeping well. So I'm anxious no! uh, that it's almost 11 o'clock. So I like how what many, we're talking about. How many days? Uh, three days now. I like what we're talking about, but I got to go to bed because I don't know what her sleep's going to be like. I don't know if I'm going to have to be up with her from 2 to 4.30 like I was mm-hmm. last night. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I am tired enough where I almost called off this podcast tonight. But I'm glad I didn't because it, it, it always makes me feel good, uh, which is what I kept saying to myself. Like, dude, do the podcast. You'll... You'll get good vibes and you'll feel better when it's done, which is definitely true. Yeah. I, I wonder when, like you, when you had texted earlier, like, I wonder, like when you had something about like not sleeping or your daughter, I'm like, I was like, I wonder if he's going to text me saying he doesn't want to do it. I was thinking about it up until I sent that text to Rob. 
Once I once I asked for the Rob's random topic, I was like, no, I'm good. I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm awake enough that I can do it. I mean, last night I knew that she was having shitty nights. So last night I went to bed at about ten. Uh, I woke up once. She was throwing a fit about something, and then I think I probably woke up about one. And Amber tried for like an hour to get her to go back down. She wouldn't go back down, so she tagged me in at two. And I was with her from two to four thirty. So then from 4.30 to 7, because I slept in, I also slept. So I got an okay amount of sleep. Uh, Joey, I, I let Joey upstairs. He was begging to go upstairs. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, you can subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. You can follow us on Twitter at TMSS underscore podcast. And uh, if you ever want to email us a random topic... Which we didn't cover tonight because we covered... Uh, we didn't get to any of the random topics tonight because we got to the Steven Spawn topic or question. Uh, you can email those random topics to us at thismightsoundstupid at gmail.com. Joey's not here, so I'm going to leave you guys on a picture of our couch. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. This was a really fun podcast. I had a lot of laughs. And it ended with some uh, heartwarming moments that I feel like we go over a lot on this podcast, but I don't give a fuck because they're just they're they're good for people to hear yep. on I think how to how to identify whether or not you're having healthy relationships with people. Yeah. So I will I will keep talking about why I think our friendships are good uh, forever because I think some people struggle to find them. So it's I think it can be helpful to see like. Oh, that person has a relationship like that. I, I don't have relationships like that. Maybe I should try to find some. Have a good night, y'all. Love you. Bye-bye. Good night.